Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. You want me to start? Yeah, you should start. Why should I start? You're the podcast guy. I'm, listen, just because I'm a white guy doesn't mean I understand <laughs> podcasting. We can't make the same joke from last time about you being a white guy podcaster. I think we can. I think we can make everyone. <laughs> About me being a white guy, so therefore I was like, well, let's do a podcast. That's, well, okay, that's fair. Yeah. But I don't know what to say. What did we say last time? I don't know. I didn't really listen. Yes, you did. I mean, I listened to it for the audio because I was like, oh, I need a, I really need to work on editing. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Chromania 500. Yeah. Um, if you're here from TikTok, welcome. If you're here from anywhere else, I don't know how you got here. That's true. I wouldn't know how you got here either, but... <laughs> Deeply confused. Thank you for everyone from TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, you know, there's, this is a special episode. Why is it a special episode? Because it's your birthday coming up. Oh, don't tell people it's my birthday. Your birthday is going to be here in a couple days. Oh, no. And so I have a present for you. What is it? I'm about to show it to you. Okay. What do you think? What the fuck was that? What was that? That's our new theme song. That, where did it come from? It came from Alvaro. Alvaro made that? Alvaro listened to it. My buddy Alvaro. Yeah. The listeners don't know, but you know. I know. Love Alvaro him. was the best man at our wedding. Yeah, he's, he's the best man at many a wedding. Well, he was specifically ours. Yeah. And so he listened to the first episode and he was like, oh my God, you guys need a theme song. Okay. And I was like... Okay, and then he and I went back back and forth to figure out how to make this theme song. Yeah, it's great. You should hear the versions before this one. <laughs> we may we may release them. Maybe when we start a Patreon or something, okay. we'll make that part of the Patreon package. Okay. You can hear the dark version. Oh, no. There was a very dark version. Oh, that's your version. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, he and I were discussing, and the big difficulty we ran, in, difficulty we ran into is he knows me really well. Yeah. Right, because he's, he's one of my best friends. Yeah. And so he's like, I can make a theme song for you, uh-huh. but making one for Mrs. Pearl Mania is difficult. 
And we went over like all the different types of music you listen to and oh, like. Oh, that's like Sad Cowboy. Yeah, it's like Orville Peck yeah, a little right. bit. And I was like, you know, like Dolly Parton. He's like not yeah. in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know, like like dance music, like especially either like early '90s or mm. like almost right before 2010 dance music. He's like not my wheelhouse. <laughs> and so we ended up with this. So he did. Send I love me, it. He sent me a little blurb. Uh, our theme song and all the music music for our show comes from my friend Alvaro Lopez Moreno's project called, quote, His Name Was Dusk. You can get his album, Let Us Pray, at hisnamewasdusk.bandcamp.com and hear all of his other music projects at tesseractsociety.com. Uh, that will also be in the description uh, for this and future episodes. Awesome. And if you are a listener and you have an idea for a theme song, feel free to send it in. We may or may not use it. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. I, we would love to hear what you that guys That was such do. a cool surprise. Thanks, yeah. Alvaro. Yeah, so that was your birthday present. Yeah, happy birthday. That and the ice maker. And the ice maker and the toaster. Oh, and the toaster. Who could forget the toaster? I know. It's funny because we never did make a TikTok about <laughs> the fact that I did buy you a toaster yeah, based on a TikTok conversation we uh, had. And all the comments being like, buy that woman a toaster. And I did. I literally bought it for you about four hours later. Yeah, you just came home with a toaster being like, TikTok said I should buy you a toaster. I was like, okay, you don't have to do everything TikTok tells you. And as I say that, I realize we are making a podcast because TikTok told us to. Yes, 100%. And we're recording this right after the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I don't know how to focus right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles just beat the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship. (laughs) For many people, that will not matter. But for people in the Philadelphia region, even people who do not like sports, this is a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Lock your doors. Close the blinds. Yep. Birds won. Hide your horse cops. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) Get them away. Um, so anyway, we're here. This is episode two. Uh, yep. We had a good re- good response for episode one. Yeah, people liked it. People did like yeah, it. Yeah, they liked hearing about um, water wars. Yep. And how uh, Barack Obama's presidency is owed to sex club goers. I was going to say Star Trek. Okay. We could just say Star Trek. You're right. Yeah. But anyway, we're here for episode two. And, I mean, we've had a fun week. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so we've had a really, really fun week. Yeah. And I think that uh, we're going to, we're still working on what this show is. Mm-hmm. Like we said earlier, everybody, uh, we're working on audio. We're, you know, trying to work our way through everything. And we're also working on our segments. Yeah. Uh, basic idea is that uh, both of us do research on a topic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we do our research. We go on Facebook. Uh-huh. Check we, Facebook. We go on YouTube. I checked YouTube, yeah. We go on Reddit. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh, and that's where our, our... We don't go to a single library. No. <laughs> no. We have no journalistic integrity. But, and be, I got a lot of information from comment sections. Yeah. You can't trust that. No, you really can't. But that's what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. So, basically, what we want to say before we go into the rest of the show... <laughs> We want to say at the top, and we will say at the top of every future show moving forward, uh, don't, I mean, do your own research on this stuff, hon. <laughs> do your research, hon. Yeah, do your own research on this, uh, because some of the topics that we're covering, the deeper I go into them, I find out are very litigious. Yeah. So we just want to say none of these are original ideas. These, these are things that we have gathered for y'all to share with each other. Yeah, we're just telling you what we saw on the internet. These aren't... Uh, uh, we don't know. These are alleged, right? Everything's alleged. We don't know. Ben 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 Shapiro's <laughs> lip filler. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. I'm just saying it looks suspicious. Brittany Dawn existing? Allegedly. 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 I bet that's not her real name. Allegedly. <laughs> so just before you hear anything on this show, just remember it's all alleged. 
Until it's not. Until it's not. <laughs> Until it's not. And then we will righteously rage. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe we'll never draw a distinction between well, what's no, alleged because, and what like, with the Britney Dawn thing, like, if that court case goes through, because, you know, she's being sued by the state of Texas. Uh-huh. So, if, like, if Texas sues her and wins, and she's found guilty, <laughs> that's it. She's guilty. Yeah. I can say what I want. Okay. Until then, a legend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to play our first bumper. Okay, great. And then you're going to come back yeah. and tell us what you did your research on, huh? Oh, okay, great. All right, Alex. Yes. Are you ready to hear some things that I have dove deep into the internet and grabbed from the bottom where the glowing fish are? What you're trying to say is you did your research? Yes, I did my research. And what did you do your research on this week? Okay. Do you know who Ilaria Baldwin is? No. Okay. Let me set the premise. Ilaria Baldwin is a mom... Okay. A wife. Okay. A yoga enthusiast and instructor. Okay. She's also a weird accent haver. Okay. Now just put that to the side. I would like to say for the people listening, when I say weird accent, I don't think people with accents are weird. I don't think people with Spanish accents are weird. I think Ilaria Baldwin's accent is weird. And we're going to get into why. Okay. 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 So Ilaria Baldwin started dating Alec Baldwin in 2011. Alec Baldwin? Oh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, the drunk one. Yeah, yeah, Alec Baldwin from 30 Rock. Yep. Movie star. Uh Uh-huh. Killed that lady on a movie set. Allegedly. Oh, that's... The the government's (laughs) alleging that one. Okay. Okay. I'm saying, this isn't about Alec Baldwin. No one has time for that much research. Okay. Okay, this is about the woman he's married to, Ilaria Baldwin. Okay. Okay, Ilaria Baldwin. Yeah. All right, so they started dating in 2011. Okay. And there was some weird speculation that he had started dating her because he had been recently rejected by Salma Hayek. So he was, like, into this Latino woman thing where he was, like, searching them out. I tried to find more information on it. I couldn't find any. On, so that's really just, like, something I had read and was, like... that feels a little crossover though, because, yeah. like, Salma Hayek and him dated, quote on 30 Rock. yeah. Because she played his mom's nurse. Yeah. So it was already weird. Yeah. That's already weird. So, But to be fair, I would try to date Selma Everybody Hayek. would try to date Selma Hayek. Yeah, I get it. It's Selma Hayek. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. God. You can't though because she's married to that super wealthy guy. She is? Yeah. She's married to like the mo- like richest man. Like Bezos rich. Okay. Like rich rich. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Good for him. Um, okay. So they mm. start dating in 2011. No good for him. No, good for Selma Hayek, okay? <laughs> she did well in that exchange. She can get whatever she wants. Access okay. to infinite We're credit cards. We're not here to talk about Selma Hayek. Okay. We're talking about a different We're talking about Hispanic Alaria, woman. Alaria Baldwin. Also, I am not... Like, okay, I want to admit my own ignorance. There is a difference between Latin, Hispanic, and Spanish. Okay. Especially when it comes to language and ethnicity. They're, they're three very different things. Yes. I cannot explain them all, especially not when talking about Ilaria because she uses them really interchangeably. Okay. Which is not accurate. There are three very different distinct things. Yes. Okay? There are, there's there's massive overlap and yeah. then there's also different. It's a it's one of those Venn diagrams. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, 
They start dating in 2011. Okay. And because they're dating, they're all over the, the internet and media. People start going to her Twitter and her Instagram and her social medias. And they're like, oh my God, how come you're always writing things in Spanish? She starts getting these comments. Why are you always writing things in Spanish? She's like, oh, because I spent a lot of my childhood in Spain. My family lives there. That was her response. Okay. Okay. So they are dating for not too long a time. They get married in 2012. I don't have the exact date. Probably should have got it, but I don't. But within basically a year, they get married. Now, there was a Times article because she's very New York. It's a lot of like the New York Times stuff. You know, like how those rich people are always getting their stuff in the New York Times. So they get married. They run an article in the New York Times about their wedding. And in the article, she is quoted as saying, I was raised in Boston and Spain. My parents reside in Mallorca. And it's M-A-L-L-O-R-C-A. I'm pretty sure it's Mallorca, right? Yeah, no, you right? got it. Okay. nailed it. It's an Ibiza situation. I don't want to say it wrong. Okay. Um, so at her wedding, she wore a Spanish veil with okay. her wedding dress, which she said she wanted to bring a little culture to the, her of her culture to the wedding. And when they were going through the article, she made a joke in the article about how all of her family couldn't say her new last name. And she, like, made fun of it. She was like, they kept saying Baldwin. They couldn't say Baldwin. It was Baldwin. And it was very odd, the way she was saying it, right? So, also, in their wedding rings, I found out, they got their wedding rings engraved. And in their, the engravery in their wedding rings says, we are a good team. In Spanish, it says, somos un buen cuipos. We are a good team. Okay. So Spanish written in their wedding rings, right? She goes on to do a short interview with that show, Extra, where she said that 35 to 40 of her family members flew over from Spain, which equals a really good party. That was her words. And when asked about her honeymoon, she said, I am hopeful that we will go to my home of España. España. So right away, very pretentious. It's like yeah. this whole like pretentious. She's really thing. leaning in, and like all she seems to be saying repeatedly is mm-hmm. that she's from Spain. Yeah, that's her whole personality. Her whole personality. I'm is from Spanish. Spain. Yeah, that's my personality, right? Yeah, it's so, very similar to like the kid in high school who's like, "I'm really into anime." And yeah, you're like, okay. I mean, lots of people are into it. It's yeah, not like the whole thing. But okay. It doesn't make you super interesting, but okay, sure. Yeah. Um. So again, her social media is this whole time are very, like, again, hyper-focused on this ethnic, this language. So, like, there's a picture of her, or I'm sorry, a picture of Alec Baldwin and Richard Gere, and she captioned it, Hubby and Senor Gere. And then she had a picture of, like, Bill Clinton at a speaking event, and it just said, Senor Clinton. Okay. Right? So, like, again, just, like, putting a little Spanish in there all the time, which is good, like... It's fine. Yeah, it's it's, fine. It's that's who you are. If anything, like... Just like when there's a sign language interpreter, just when there's captions, like, you're opening it up for more people to engage. So, like, I get it on that hand, right? So, um, November 2012, she throws, um, puts this Insta picture of, it's a throwback. She's like, throwback to when I was at a Spanish soccer game, right? But she captions it, in case there was any question about me cultural upbringing. Only me cultural is in Spanish, right? And this is when it's like, people are like, what are you talking about? What? Who's questioning what, huh? So then, it's like becomes this conversation of like, why did she post that? What are people talking about? Yeah. Who was questioning this 
Spanish culture that she's always talking about. Yeah, because that feels like somebody reached out, hey, we're writing a story and we know that's some inconsistencies yeah, type of thing. exactly. So her response was to throw up an Instagram picture, which is very high school. Yeah. What do they call that when you would like sub subtweeting? Yeah, subtweet. Where you're off, but she's also trying to head off whatever news is coming out, yeah, right? Let me go ahead and let me establish my narrative. <laughs> um, so at the same time that all of these like weird things are happening, um, Alec Baldwin goes on Letterman, and he this is in like 2013-ish. He goes on Letterman, and while they're there, he's talking about his wife, and he's kind of making fun of her, and he's making fun of her wild Spanish accent. Yeah. And he, every time he does, he says, oh, well, my wife is from Spain. My wife is from Spanish. Yeah, so he gets to be racist. Yeah, and literally he does like this fake mock of her voice of her crying and yelling. And then at the end says, very literally, my wife is from Spain. This isn't racist. <laughs> like, okay. He just tacked that he on He just the added end. that in there, right? He was like, all right, this is 2013. So I want to... I want to head this off the pass a decade early. Yeah. Okay. And so, again, there's still these, like, little trickle of comments that are coming in. 2013, she responded to a tweet asking her about her suspicious accent. Actually, they said weird, like I did. And she responded with, you do realize my family lives in Spain and I speak Spanish, dot, 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 C. Right? Ooh, condescending. Okay. All right. May 2013, she puts a picture of herself uh, as a young woman doing Latin dance, like like very theatrical Latin dance. Okay. And she captioned it, Pitolina is taking after her mama right now, doing this in my tummy. In 2013, she's pregnant. Okay. With, I believe, their first child. Which is like Alec Baldwin's like six or something, uh, right? Oh, we're going to get into Because he had a bunch with Kim Basinger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were, you're taking your jacket off. I got I to take my jacket off. I, it's, I'm getting hot. Wow. You took your jacket off. Well, here we are. Listen. Okay. It's a bit of night. Go birds. Yeah. Listen. So. So, Pitulina. Okay. I had to look this up because I, I know some Spanish, but I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. And so, Pitulina is what they call the lady smurf. In the Spanish version of the Smurfs. Okay. <laughs> so she called her baby little baby lady Smurf. So she was so she was like baby Smurfette. Baby Smurfette. Very specific. I had to find that out. I like so, wait, but I like the fact that you didn't know the name Smurfette. <laughs> That's bothering me more than anything else I've heard. I don't. So far. I didn't really watch the Smurfs. I was more into what were the water ones? The Snorks. I was into the Snorks. You were into the Snorks like, over the Smurfs. I. You know what? This the Smurfs is a real weird setup. I want to be honest with you. It's communism. With one lady. Terrifying. That's communism. Have you ever been <laughs> to? Have you ever been to a democratic socialist meeting? <laughs> okay. 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 Back to what we're talking Wait, about. Wait, time out though. Yeah. I want to go back to the snorks. <laughs> okay, I don't okay. want to go too far. And we'll yeah. just do a little quick aside. It's fine. You were more into the snorks. I was than more into the snorks. The yeah. snorks. Yeah, the, the little tube thing on their head. Is this like, this is reminding me very, because the snorks is a spinoff of the Smurfs. Yeah, okay. All right. This is much like you liking wings more than the Beatles. I just want to throw that out there. And we're going to leave it right here wow. for the listeners. Wow. So that way they know to come back for All future I'm episodes. All I'm saying yeah. is that. The Beatles' independent projects are good. Okay. And I might like them more than some Beatles songs. We're not going to go into it any more than this? I don't want you to rage bait with my I'm, love I'm of just, the Eagles. I'm, it's not a rage bait, okay? I'm just leaning into it a little bit. So that way people have a reason to come back to future episodes. Okay? <laughs> you just want... Because they just need to know. Because everyone thinks you're fucking perfect. <laughs> okay? I don't know if you know this. If you've ever read yeah. the comments of anything that you yeah. and I are in... 
Uh-huh. Everyone praises you and talks shit on me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you hate the Beatles. I don't hate the Beatles. Oh, that's bullshit. I just don't appreciate them as much as you do. Okay, so she has a Smurfette in her tummy. <laughs> All right, let's get back to this. Alec Baldwin's wife. Alec Baldwin's wife. Whose name is? Ilaria. Ilaria. Yes. Hilarious. Go okay. Ahead. So again, that spelling is H-I-L-A-R-I-A. So the H is silent. Ilaria. Oh no, so it, that's Hilaria. I'm saying it. This is, no way she says it. This is, okay, oh my god, I didn't know it started with an H. <laughs> okay. This is hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. okay. So then. So baby Smurf that's in her baby, So this is just Doing a, a comment. Dance. Okay. We're, again, like, I just want to build you this storyline of what yeah. we're looking at. Okay. As people that take in media, right? Now, uh, she is then sometime in 2013 also listed as one of the top 15 best-dressed Latina stars of the week. Um, What's she a star of, though? Besides being married to Alec Baldwin. That's really her thing. No, that's not true. She is, at this time, she is co-hosting or, like, like a side host for Extra. She, like, gets a job from Extra being, like, a correspondent host. And then she... That's not a star. I don't know. But then... Okay. You know how nepotism works, right? It works with marriage. I wish it worked for us. Who do I know? Ugh. Ugh. All right, so then... September, that same year, she's interviewed by Mom.com, which is the best website name I got to look up. Mom.com. And it's really a Mom.com? Mom.com. And it's, it's not porn. No, it's about moms. Like, really. The like, mom, it's just about regular old moms. Regular old moms. Mom.com. Mom.com. <laughs> it's so good. We need sponsorships. Sounds, we need sponsorships. It sounds like a Gen X to like tell, telling they're like, child something. No. You think you're cool? No, well, I'm mom.com. Yeah, like the bomb. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember when I was, did you ever have, okay, I know I went to public school and you went to Catholic school. Yeah. When you had a substitute teacher though, okay. especially back in the late 90s, uh-huh. did you ever have one to be like, I'm all that and a bag of chips and I know you think you're the bomb, right? Like lean in or like, you know, like, like now if one, someone our age would be like, oh, I bet you kids think this is sheesh. <laughs> You know what I mean? He did the arm thing. Everybody. I did the arm the thing fingers. and everything, everybody. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, we didn't have substitute teachers like that. There were just nuns that worked in the office. Uh-huh. And so if a teacher was sick, there would always be like the one nun who would come in and she'd cover those classes. And she was just like a universal nun. She could there, cover Yeah, there was like class. two or three universal nuns yeah. that just worked in the main office with the dean. Okay. And God help you if those two were already in service because then the dean was coming to your class to teach English. So you guys only had three substitute teachers for the whole school. Yeah. That's, okay. But the teachers really weren't sick, I guess. Yeah, but, well, yeah, because they're protected by God. <laughs> so. That's not what happened at all. <laughs> so, we were not protected. You weren't. The teachers were. <laughs> I guess you're right. All right, go ahead. Okay, so. So, so. She goes, the mom.com, she does an interview with them, because, again, she's pregnant. And it's so, all So not currently a mom. She's just pregnant. Pregnant, Okay. Don't start a fight with the internet about that. Anyway, so she's pregnant, but she's going on like a media, you know, blitz about it. So she do this article and they're asking her about how she's going to raise her daughter. And she's saying, I can't wait to incorporate Latin culture in my daughter's life. She stated she wants her children to be bilingual. Her At the time, her parents were in town visiting from Spain and they brought all Spanish books for the baby. But and like she described it as like all the regular like cat and hat style books, but just in Spanish, right? Yeah. Then you know later she's posting on Instagram all the time. There's a picture of a sunset. She posts like a comment under it that's like this sunset remind rem, is a remember remembrance of my youth in Spain. She does yoga poses with a Spanish flag on her tummy, which was very weird to look at. 
She does an interview with yogajournal.com, which states very blankly that she's from Spain. And when I go to Spain, I must eat things that I would never eat here, like paella. Right? Okay. So, like, she's just a very... You need a paella here. I know, but... Um, okay. So then there's an interview in 2014 with Vanity Fair España. So the Spanish Vanity Fair. When questioned about her background, because the journalists, I suspect they heard this fucking accent. Yeah. And they were like, hold on. We have some questions. And so they ask her about her background. And she was being really vague and gray about it. And the journalist wrote that this is based on her response. This is the journalist. New York is a mecca for people who want to reinvent themselves. Imbued with the spirit. Imbued. Imbued with the spirit. She refused to give me or confirm any biographical information beyond careful chosen antidotes. Okay? So what she had said to them was that, like, I've come to New York. I wanted to restart my life, but this is how I grew up. This is who I am, right? But everybody gets a fresh start in New York. The article also stated she was a competitive Latin dancer, which is where that dancing picture came from. Yeah. Um, which, of course, somebody on the internet, once I like found that that was said, somebody on the internet was like, guess what? Got a link. Found it. And, and by the way, I deeply respect the person that spent their time finding that. Like, God bless you. They found the records of her dance competitions, yeah. <laughs> which were from 2002 to 2005. Okay. And they were in Massachusetts and Blackpool, England. Okay? Okay. Um, which she did win, some of them, but she was very good, apparently. Um, in May 2014, she did an interview with Elle magazine, again stating having that she was half Spanish, Growing up in between Boston and Spain. Wait a second. So wait, her dance competition, she said, was from when she was younger, right? Mm-hmm. And that was from 2002 to 2005? Uh, yes. How old is she? She is our, our age. I looked it up. 1984 she was born. 1984? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Still weird. Still weird. Because like I wouldn't, like if I was in the same room without Baldwin, I'd be like, oh, sorry, man. I guess I'm at the wrong party. Like that's how my, <laughs> he's at like that age where I'm like, yeah. ah, I just... Knowing his past and the way he parties, no thank you. I would be at the wrong place. Yeah, you'd definitely be at the wrong place. But okay, it's so okay, so she's our age. Yeah. Okay. Okay, taking this in. Okay. Uh, in the time in the Times profile that came out that same month. Again, so she did L magazine, then Time magazine. Time magazine, this is their quote. Her voice betrays a slight Spanish accent. Remains of a childhood split between Boston and Spain. They confirmed the pronunciation of her name in the article. Her internet presence is still in Spanish. All of her quotes, everything. She's always writing Spanish on Twitter, in the comments section, blah, blah, blah. Um, She participates uh, in People en Español Festival, which was on the Today Show. There's a very infamous video uh, with her accent, which I'm going to show you. And... In this video, which I'm going to pull up, and I'll try to keep it by the microphone so that people maybe be able to hear it at home. I don't know if they'll be able to, but Alex needs to see this for context. So this is her. So tell us, how are we going to prepare this? It's very healthy. It's very easy. All you need to make sure is that you have really good tomatoes. We have very few ingredients. We have tomatoes. We have, um, how do you say Cucumber. Cucumbers. We have um, red pepper. We have, of course... Critical cebolla, onion. onion, and we have our garlic, our ajo. And we have a little bit of salt and pepper, a 
Okay. Okay. So now you understand what I mean when I say weird, suspicious. It's like only certain words have an accent. So this video became infamous because she didn't know this the English word for cucumber. Okay. You caught that, right? Yeah. How do you say cucumber? Yeah. And then immediately went into what can only be described as like your average girl at the mall voice. Yeah. About two beats later. I mean, that just dropped down to like Delco accent pretty hard there for <laughs> yeah. a little bit. There, I was like, that's mid-Atlantic at, at best. Like, yeah. I don't even hear Boston. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So... That video goes a little viral. People are like, wait, this is really weird. Her accent is so strange. Um, then she's on the cover of Ola magazine, which is a very a Spanish-speaking magazine. Uh, Latina magazine does an interview with her. Uh, she does another cover story for Ola but, magazine but, with Baldwin this time. But again, again, right now, all she's done mm-hmm. is like four segments, it feels like, for Extra and the Today Show. Yeah. And she's married to Alec Baldwin. Yes. At the same time, all this is happening, she's becoming kind of um, a social media person. An influencer? uh, Yeah, she's heading in that direction. She's gaining a lot of followers. She's gaining infamy. And as we know, infamy is just like fame, right? So she's like gaining gaining more and more followers. So she's becoming famous for being famous. She's Kardashianing the shit out of it, right? Okay, okay. I get that. So... The funniest thing I found from the Ola magazine interview is that she refers to her children at this point. Okay, this is like 2014. I might be a little later on this one. She has three kids at this point, right? Three kids at this point. And she calls them the Baldwinitos. Which they're all with Alec Baldwin? Yeah. Are they just, so they're all Irish twins, basically? Like, no. Like Irish triplets? Okay. There's there's a timeline is suspicious. It's a lot of babies. Because they got what they met they met in 2011 though, right? Yeah. We're at 2014 or 16. Yeah, we're yeah we're between 2015 and 2016 right now in this okay. timeline I've made. But okay. again, that I got from the internet. Okay. Okay. So also the- also real quick, she does not look like Selma Hayek. <laughs> I just want to be clear because I was confused because the lady you showed me in this video, yeah, on the right, I'm like, okay, I I get that. She just looks mousy and and like kind of Catholic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's all I got. It's just mouthy and bad bangs. What? She, her bangs are really bad. These are really bad bangs. I know. I th- she does have the bad bangs. Okay. Wait. Wait. We have to focus. Okay. 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 So she then starts a podcast because of course she does. Everybody starts a podcast. Look at us right now. Yeah. It's called the Mom Brain Podcast. It's all about being a mom. So she, so a woman with a suspect accent starts an audio only podcast <laughs> where all you can focus on is her voice. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Okay. Go ahead. Buckle up because this is where I think things started to really shift. Like I said, there had been a lot of questions. The comment section on Twitter. People were saying, like, this is fucking weird, right? Yeah. Like, what, why does she sound like this? Okay, the podcast comes out. And you know that people can leave comments on podcasts. Yeah. And one of the Which our listeners, feel free to do. Some of you guys... <laughs> I don't want to interject too much here. But some of you guys have did leave us five stars on iTunes and on Spotify and uh, other things. Some it, really guys. cool comments. Yeah, they're and very we, funny. we actually really, really, really highly appreciate okay. it. Okay, that being said, after what I read now, do not do what is about to be done. Okay. <laughs> Okay. okay. So in October 2020, okay. a comment pops up on the podcast reviews. Okay. It Is it says, on iTunes, Spotify, or anything? Uh, I, I believe it. I didn't, I didn't look up to see which one, okay. which platform. Okay. It says, I know Hillary Hayward Thomas 
from Cambridge School in Western Massachusetts. She didn't have an accent then and didn't change her name to Elaria because she's not Spanish. Please stop using an accent in the podcast and also stop interrupting your guests. I, that feels, the last part feels pointed to me. <laughs> That's what it says. Wait, so they just accused her of, like, what is the, what was the... So this is the point where I want to tell you. Okay. Her birth name is Hillary Hayward Thomas. Her father's name is Dave Thomas. Her mother's name is Catherine Howard. What? Okay. Wait, did her dad found Wendy's? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that Dave Thomas. Oh, it would have been so much cooler. Because then the nepotism would make sense. Yeah, then it would make sense. No. Mm -mm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (sighs) Yeah. Dad, Dave and Catherine. Dave and Catherine. They're hiding in Mayorka. From Massachusetts. Um, From West Cambridge. From West Cambridge. Not even West Newbury, where John Cena's from. So then I started looking into the parents. Right? As someone does who's thinking about, like... Catherine Howard was one of the names of Henry VIII's wives. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, good news. Great news, even. Yeah. In September of 2020... Oh, my God. Oh, no. This is before that. Uh, her parents actually started a blog. Or they were, like, part of a blog for this, like, company they had started. And in the blog, Dave Thomas, not the Wendy's Dave Thomas, posted in his blog that he grew up in a Midwestern family, but relocated to the East Coast when he was still an infant, which means that you're from the East Coast. That yeah, you don't yeah. get the Midwestern credit. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Point. Well, that's I'm like sorry. me. Like, I was born in Maryland, but my parents were living in Southern Delaware. It doesn't count. The hospital was closer, and then we moved here. So when people ask, I say I'm from Philly, which makes my wife insane. He's not fucking from Philly. I'm from the suburbs. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Don't even start with me right now. Um, But so he, he, wrote, he wrote that, and then he said, My path has been heavily influenced by Spanish language and culture. And not because I have an iota of Latin blood in my veins. He's just super... He's a weeb for Spain? He is. He's just a Spanish weeb? He's a Spanish weeb. Oh my god. Now, Catherine Howard wrote on the blog that she had been working at Massachusetts General Hospital and Harvard Medical School. Which is amazing. So smart. So successful, right? From 1992 to 2012. Not in Spain. Not in Spain. Not in Mallorca. Not in Mallorca. Not in Ibiza. Okay. Not in Barcelona. So... Also, also, real quick. Yeah. Just because I know you touched on it earlier about Hispanic versus Latin versus yeah. all these different things, right? Like, Spain's not a part of any of those. No. Because Spain colonized all the rest. Yeah. And so when you're like, oh, look at me, I'm part of Latin, Hispanic culture. It's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. It's so... But That's like, like being British and being like, oh, look at us. Look, I, I'm... Oh, am I? I'm British, and I love hot dogs and, and American-style football, because we're all the same. It's like, no, you're not. No, absolutely not. Okay, <coughs> so, her parents did move to Majorca. Okay. In 2011. Okay, which is, like, right when she met Alec Baldwin? When she was 26. Oh. So... She wasn't raised there. She wasn't raised there. She wasn't going back and forth in her childhood. Her parents moved there to friggin' retire. Oh, no. And it, I would say that maybe they went to vacations there because their dad was a bit of a weeb. Yeah. But even if you went to a vacation, every, every single summer you went to Spain for vacation, yeah. you wouldn't get an accent. 
No. You wouldn't you wouldn't say, oh, what is the English word for cucumber? No, because you're from fucking Massachusetts. Exactly. So, in another Times interview where she was kind of defending this, because now it's starting to hit the wall. People yeah. are like, what the fuck is going on with your voice? Yeah, this right? is like this is like when uh, Ashley Simpson fucked up on SNL, <laughs> right? When the backing track fucked up and she had to dance off. Like, now it's on. Like, now we know that you don't yeah. sing. This is weird. Yeah. So, they did. there was another Times interview, and they were asking her about her parents, right? And her defense for saying that her family is from Spain was, home is where my parents are going to be. If my parents move to China, I'm going to China, and I'm going to say that that's, I'm going home. Oh, but you didn't say you were Chinese. Like, <laughs> this is the, like, okay, everybody's mom, mom, and pop up moves to Florida. Yeah. Right? You don't say that going home is Florida. If you go visit your mom, pop up, you're not suddenly Floridian. Yeah. You're not suddenly wrestling alligators. Yeah. And doing whatever Florida people do. And screaming about the vaccines. Well, that's they're listen, we're not talking about that right now. Okay. Okay. So that was her whole that was her excuse for why she was saying that she was from Spain. Okay. Because her parents moved there in twenty eleven. Okay. And she may or may not have gone to a few vacations. This is legitimately the version of that kid in like high school that went away to Europe for a year and then came back. With like a not even for a year. Not yet. They did they they went and did a study abroad yeah. six week program. This is study and abroad. then they came back with a little bit of a French accent. And they're just like, America's so lame. Like yeah. that she's been doing it for a decade. She made this her whole personality. Now I have to tell you something. Okay. I didn't has, has I she didn't dropped it? No. Which is why we're talking about this. She hasn't dropped it yet? No. We all know it's fake. It doesn't matter. She's living in it. It's part of her now. She is that, what's that lady? Rachel Dolezal. She's Rachel Dolezalling it. Oh my God. But wait, I have to tell you. Okay. The main reason I brought this up is because she popped up in media the other day because she was yelling at the paparazzi. Because of the whole rush shooting Because of the thing. rush shooting thing. Yeah, and yeah. she was still using the accent. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending to be from Spain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She murdered a woman? She was begging the paparazzi to stop following her children to school, but she needed to stay in character. You oh know? Oh my god. Theater kid, through and through. Who do you think? Okay, <laughs> so I have I have two theories. Okay. Off the bat. Yeah. So the first theory is, I think, the darker one. Yeah. Which is what you said earlier, the whole Selma Hayek thing. Yeah. Right? So maybe Baldwin was going through a phase... One to get with Selma Hayek, sees this lady, she's doing an accent, right? Yeah. And then he knows it's fake. Yeah. And ad- they address it, and he's like, S- you keep doing the accent or it's over. Yeah. And, and right now, that's the money. I mean, lots of guys like ladies with fake boobs. They yeah. know they're fake. Yeah, they're fake still accent, there. sure, whatever. Whatever. Okay, fine. Sure. Idea number two. Okay. All right. Her parents yeah. moved to Spain. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Right at the same time. She meets Alec Baldwin. Uh huh. Right? But she's already doing the accent for funsies. Yeah. But realizes it's the only thing he likes about her. Oh, no. Like, 
Because there's been times, you've seen me with me, whenever I do a, a, a fake, like, I put, like, an accent or do a character or something, that sometimes yeah. I get stuck. Yeah. Like, I just get stuck in character, and you see me do it for a day. <laughs> yeah. Like, a full day is gone. Yeah. It's not until I've, like, somehow reset my brain, been silent for two hours, maybe yeah. take a big shit, I come downstairs and I start talking normal again. Thank God. Yeah. But you've been there, yeah. right? What if she was having one of those days, meets Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And then it's just like, I can't break this. I like to think of it almost as like, when, back in the day when my girls would go out, like we would go out to like flirt with boys at bars. Yeah, and you pretend. Like, we would pretend to have accents just because we're like, we're never going to see this guy again. Yeah. Maybe he'll buy me a drink. Yeah. Right? And like, you like just find a way to make it silly because you're just having, and like I picture her at a bar with her girlfriends and she's like, I'm going to do a silly Spanish accent. But then she like locks Al Baldwin down, which by the way, I don't think is a catch. Like, the dude looks like a melting hamburger. Yeah. With gray hair. I mean, the thing is, though, is she caught him on his downswing, too. Because, like, I think, basically, it's, like, right around the time 30 Rock ends, which is right about when he meets her. Yeah. That's, like, about the end of, like, it seems like Alec Baldwin's holding it together. Yeah. Wait, isn't this post the fucking screaming at the kid video? Yeah, they're the adult kid. Yeah, remember he left, like, the horrible horrible voicemail? Yeah. That's post this, right? This is post that. He met post him, like, because he called her up and he called his, yeah. he called like a little pig and all this other weird yeah. shit. But remember when she roasted him when they did the roast and her daughter came out and was part of it? Oh, I didn't remember There was that. like a Comedy Central roast of Alec Baldwin. Okay. And that daughter, I don't know what her name is. Yeah. I can picture her. She looks just like her mother. Yeah. Um, she came out and was like, she had a com- comedian help her write Yeah, of course. Bit. Obviously, everyone and does in that. it, she made like vicious jokes about that voicemail, yeah. about her father's alcoholism. It was, we'll watch it later. Okay. Okay, but we have to get back because to Because she's stuff. getting, to be clear, because she yeah. was getting paid. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. So, okay, I need to tell you something. The, the accent thing is like something that I had heard about. It was like trending in 2020. 20. I, I remember I remember hearing something like But it was 2020. It. There was a lot of There's other lot shit going on. going on. Yeah. I wasn't listening to like this, oh, there's this rich lady in New York pretending to be Spanish. I just was like, I saw it on maybe BuzzFeed and I just scrolled past it because who cares, yeah. right? The thing that actually got me hooked on Hilary Baldwin and actually fully drove me down this hole of like, who is this person? Well, real quick. Yeah. From here on out, yeah. Hillary Baldwin. I feel like we have to honor her no, name No, absolutely not. <laughs> I think we absolutely do. Absolutely not. No, because it was bullshit. <laughs> she hasn't gone through, as far as I know, any of the motions of changing any of this other well, stuff. But what if she did? What if she did? Okay, wait. Okay. Well, okay. Also, I just think it's thematic. And okay. she's such a theater kid that I want to stick with the thematic stuff. Okay, that's fine. Okay. You can, so, you can, you can, you okay, you, you can, can call her it. Hillary Thomas, okay? Okay. Hillary Thomas Baldwin. Okay. From Boston. Okay. Okay. So the thing that got me to like really pay attention to whatever this woman was doing is she is constantly on Instagram working out all the time. Okay. Because she's like, I said, a yoga instructor. But she was, she would make these little short videos. But this is like, uh, she wasn't really on TikTok so much. I didn't see her on TikTok. I only saw her on Instagram. But it was like little short Pilates videos or yoga videos. But it was all the time. It was everywhere. It was like if she was cooking a meal for a kid, she was also doing a leg lift. If she was holding her baby, she was also doing a squat. It was obsessive and weird. Like the kind of obsession and weird that you see with people that are like obsessed with their bodies a little bit too much, maybe in a very unhealthy way. Like they're, they need to be moving all the time to burn a calorie. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. So those videos were really weird. Yeah. And uh, my friend, who I'm not going to name, you know her, were sending them back and forth like, this is crazy, right? Yeah. Because she was doing them pregnant. 
She was like Whoa. doing headstands while six months pregnant, doing like a headstand. So dangerous. Yeah. Yoga poses that you shouldn't do when you're pregnant. And me and my friend are saying back and forth, we're like, this is crazy. This woman is nuts. Yeah. Leave this weird accent out of it. Yeah. She has a problem. She's obsessed with working out and like she's pregnant and she has babies in her arms and it's like, it's so dangerous and weird, right? Um, so that's really what brought me into watching this was like this weird hyper focus on this weird woman working out all the time. And oh wait, I did want to read you her seven kids names because I think they're important to the story. She had seven children. With Alec Baldwin, seven. Seven? Seven. Seven. I'm going to read you their names. They've had seven kids? Seven kids. She's aiming for all of the inheritance. Okay, are you ready? Carmen. Raphael. Leonardo. Romeo. Baldwin. Eduardo. Baldwin. Lucia. Baldwin. (laughs) And their most recent baby. Ilaria, spelled with an I. Ilaria Catalina. Baldwin. (laughs) Yeah. What the? Those are the seven babies. Seven? Yeah. Okay. Now, this is where it's going to get really dark. No! How is it not? Okay. So, this is where, this is, this is my closing. This is my, this is the whole thing that got me down this hole. It wasn't the Spanish accent. Oh, my God. It wasn't the weird appropriating of culture thing, which is so messed up. Oh, seven kids? The thing that actually is weird. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You got to give me a second. I'm I'm still stuck on seven kids. Yeah. The three was so fast. Yeah. She's our age. I know. So it's like a geriatric pregnancy every time. Over and over again, yeah. So like, oh man, she's she's just constantly working out. All the time. Her husband is is murdering people. Okay, come on. It was all, it was one person. What it was almost two. Alright. I don't he didn't do it on purpose. I mean, no, yeah, of course. I mean I, it was it's negligent, all right? Allegedly. <laughs> What Alec Bowen did was negligence, yeah, right? And yeah. he was also a producer on the show, right? Oh, God, he hired But there's him. definitely a reason. His wife has been pregnant and given birth to seven children. Okay, I want so you to... So he is rushing through making a poor Western that's going to go straight to DVD. Mm-hmm. And he's on the phone just squeezing triggers. Yeah. Because his, his fake Spanish wife... Uh-huh. Cannot... I mean, that's the most Spanish thing she's done so far. Is Alex, no, cut it. Stop it. <laughs> was that too much? That was. Oh, but listen. What? I understand what you just said, and I want you to keep that in your brain. Okay. Because what I actually, what I went down the rabbit hole, is that the timelines for the pregnancies are real suspicious. There is a lot of stuff on the internet that seems to prove a lot of these pregnancies. Not a lot. There's seven. A few of these pregnancies, she lied about. Boldface. They got a surrogate, allegedly, and she wore fake tummies. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I have pictures to show you. No. Now, the reason that this is such a big deal, in case you don't know, is, like I said, she'd be building this internet influencer, like, title, right? And she got a really big following from her infamy. And because she was making these short workout videos and she was pregnancy positive and she was mom positive. So she became like a mommy vlogger. And I don't know how much you know about a mommy vlogger, but they exploit their children for money. And so she'd make all these videos that really showed off the babies. They showed off the children. They, if she was breastfeeding, her breasts were out a little bit too much maybe. Like a lot of that exploitation of motherhood was happening, right? Okay. And one of the subsects of these people that made an industry out of the media version of motherhood is bounce back motherhood. 
is this idea that like if you work out enough during your pregnancy, if you eat enough vegetables and you do the right choices and the right things, after you give birth, you're going to be skinny and thin again, babes. Don't worry. Just follow my diet. Just do my yoga book. Just do my workout videos. She's a fitness scammer? She's a fitness scammer, babe. Allegedly? Allegedly. So, based on what I was looking at on the internet, a few of these babies she potentially allegedly had with surrogates, but she was wearing the tummies, fake tummies that I'll show you. And so then after the birth was over and she made like Instagram posts and media spectacles of the babies and in the hospital holding the babies in full glam with a spray tan, beautiful new extensions and the whole look, but the baby's just like, ooh, like and she's not sweating. She hasn't been given labor for three, three days, but she's holding a newborn baby. And she's wearing makeup. And, all and then stuff. 11 days later, she's slimmer and trimmer. She's back to being a size zero. And she's like, you can too. Check out my yoga videos. Check out this drink that I am uh, collaborating with. If you eat these greens, you too can lose all of that baby weight quick. Right? So she made a business out of this idea that moms can bounce back when they very fundamentally can't. Oh my fucking God. She doesn't need to, though. She has Baldwin money. Fun fact, I found a quote from Alec Baldwin that said during the pandemic, her Instagram was actually bringing in more money than he was because she was making so much money through like her brand deals for like baby pajamas and, you know, baby stuff and mom tummy things and yoga pants. She actually made more money than Alec Baldwin exploiting her children and babies and pregnancies. So she's pretending, allegedly pretending uh-huh. to be both Spanish. Yeah. And pregnant. Yes. Constantly. Yep. To sell diet drinks? Basic and anything else she can. And like fucking yoga pillows? Yep. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is such a weird... Th- this is... Oh, my God. Like, I honestly, sometimes I feel like the only thing keeping you and me from being successful is, like, morality. <laughs> yeah. Because it feels like at any moment, every single person out there is like, oh, yeah, no, I just tell people... Yeah, I tell people I drink, like, goat cum. Yeah. And then I tell them to buy goat cum from my link, and it's it may it sold over ten million units last year. How, I feel like you're talking about Liver King right now, and you will not besmirch the king of liver Listen, in this household. I just don't fucking get. I don't know who are the people buying is what I don't get. And like, I understand that our education system in America has been fucking destroyed by a group of grifters that have their own political party that constantly dominate politics in a way that I can never fucking understand. Yeah. But how the fuck? And like for a decade now, Instagram grifters have destroyed, destroyed the lower class of this fucking country at every single fucking turn, getting them locked into repeat contracts to have them in their fucking downlines. And now you're here to tell me that Alec fucking Baldwin's fake Spanish wife is selling tummy tuck fucking milkshakes to people who are dealing with postpartum bullshit? Yeah, I am. And she's putting them at risk because if she's selling them this dream idea that if they just do all this, these fitness workouts, if they drink these things, if they do the, all these ideas that she has, and then when they give birth in 11 days, they're going to be up on their feet doing a bikini photo shoot, which she did with a white bikini, which I can, I don't want to explain to you why that would never happen. But like, 
and then what happens when it doesn't happen? What happens when their tummy stays the same? Because after you give birth, your tummy stays that way for a few weeks yeah. before your uterus shrinks back down. Yeah. And so then they feel bad. What if they have postpartum depression? Now they have body issues and they feel like they're less than because Hilaria Baldwin told them that she could do it. Yeah. But she wasn't. She paid someone else allegedly to carry the baby for her. So that she could pretend she bounced okay. back. Real quick. Now I'm really bothered that you're still calling her Hilaria. <laughs> like, now I'm like, before I was like, whatever. We can have a whole argument about name change, all that different stuff. But, like, now, like, no. This is, again, this is Hillary Thomas. This is Hillary Thomas <laughs> from fucking West Cambridge, not West Newberry, Massachusetts. Apparently, what, the Cambridge school is a very fancy school. Yeah, yeah. I looked no, it up. everything up there is fucking fancy. It's fancy. She went and had one of the best educations possible. Her mom taught at Harvard? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And was a doctor, right? Yep. Okay, so she... She, she went knows. to Spain on vacation. I've never been to Spain on vacation. Okay, well, that's because you grew up poor. Right? Yeah, I'm saying she had... She I went rich. to Spain. I went to Spain Okay, you know what? Because you know why? My parents didn't waste money on Catholic school. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> just want to throw that out there. There's literally a free option down the road. You guys are spending $25,000 a year at fucking Catholic schools. Oh, yeah, I can't argue that. You really can't. I can't argue you that. You can yeah, you yeah. fucking use the. If you don't like the public school systems, run for school board, you fucking morons. All right. Wow. Go ahead. What if my parents listen to this? They're not don't. going to. Okay. So let me show you. I just want to show Your you some. Your dad pictures. would love it. Your <laughs> dad would have a good time. Um, I want to show you some pictures that I found, and we. I will put these pictures on the Promania Five Hundred Instagram so that other people can look at them. Yeah. If you like. And we'll we'll have hot links to all the new tummy t- shakes you can fucking. <laughs> no. Make. Yeah. So, okay, these are the ones I wanted to show you first. Okay. So this is in, this is March, where she's pregnant with, um, I think her fourth baby, right? So she's pregnant here. Okay. She's going to, um, oh, she's going to do a talk show with Alec Baldwin. Now, about one week later, the paparazzi got a picture of her out with her family. This is her with the baby. A little, little different, right? Like, her body looks a little different there. And this is a different picture of her walking down the street with the baby. Is this all within a week of each other? This is within a week. Okay. okay. And that's not the baby wasn't just born. That's She's holding she's, the, pri- the last baby. Yeah, she's holding the last baby. So she's holding fourth baby yep. while pregnant with fifth. Yes. Or something mm-hmm. like that. Something like that. One of the numbers. So when you keep saying she's holding the baby, not the one she's I'm pregnant with. I'm saying that this, this is a Monday. That's a Monday. And then this is Friday. Okay. Notice anything missing? The bump? Yeah. Yeah. So this is what keeps happening. The paparazzi shots aren't always matching up. Yeah. And I couldn't pull all the pictures because that would take up so much time. But if you go onto the internet and look it up, there are a lot of pictures where you can see a lot of suspicious stuff. And then these are the ones that I felt like were the, the most clear indication so you can see here, she's allowing a baby to sit on her belly bump. This is something you would probably never do. You'd probably put them on their, your hip, right, for safety reasons. Yeah. Also because it would really fucking hurt your back. Okay. Now you can see the tummy itself has shifted to the right a little. Yeah. A little unnaturally. Maybe you'd have a little shifting, but this is really a lot to the right. Yeah. Now it's fully squished. Yeah. 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 Do you want to describe what you're seeing to the people here? I, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I can't even begin to describe. Honestly, it's, it, it looks like a pillow. Yeah. It looks like just like. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, 
And then I have a picture. These are called moon bumps, and you can buy them on Amazon for about $30. They're made of silicone. So it's not, and just so what, you, what you're showing me right now, because I've yeah. never seen one of these before. I know. What you're, I've seen the pregnancy pad tummy thing yep. that like men are supposed to wear sometimes so that way you know what your wife's going to go through and it's like what, like 30 pounds or yeah. whatever it is on the front of you. So it's got fake boobs and all that yeah. stuff. This is, it looks like a rubber sleeve that just goes around your torso mm -hmm. that is just the pregnant belly. Yeah. Okay. And so these are about $30. You can yep. see, fun fact, if you look at her Instagram, they're all with this pose where her arm can cover the line of demarcation. Uh, I noticed that. Also, you know how like on Instagram, they all the the fitfluencers and stuff, they'll use the editing software to make their tummies look like more hourglass. Yes. So they'll thin themselves out. If you look and you're suspicious like me, it looks like a lot of times she's doing the opposite. She's widening her tummy in certain pictures. So she's using the, the same uh, editing software that they use to make themselves look thinner to make herself look pregnant. And so there's some videos I found, again, I'm not going to link them, but you can find them on the internet, where she clearly has something like this on, a silicone tummy, and she's edited it with that software that everybody on the internet uses to yeah. make themselves look really smooth and like thin, and you can see it fall down a little, like it just drops two inches, wild. So Wait, go back to her in the red dress real quick. Okay, her in the red dress, the her squishy the red baby. Red. Yeah. Um, okay, so in that picture, from yeah. a distance, you'd be like, okay, kind of Spanish. Go back to the first picture you showed me. First picture. That one. Yeah, like that one right there. Like, that's just a white lady from Massachusetts. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense now, the faking the Spanish thing whatsoever. Well, I mean... Like, people, it doesn't... There, it doesn't. Are, there are white people in Spain. No, I know, I know. But it, it, it doesn't... What she's going for, though. Yeah. Right? Like, does it make sense? Because she's trying to do that... She's trying to do an advanced version of the uh, I'm one-eighth Cherokee... Yeah, oh God, yeah. That's what she's doing. Yeah. And it's like to try to get sympathy, but also to try to get, because again, She just everything, wants to be different. But no, but everything that you mentioned, it's starting to come together more and more where she's targeting, oh, you know, I'm Spanish, so therefore I can get in Latin vogue. I can start, I can be on the, the fucking guacamole segment of Good Morning America and like yeah. all that different, where I don't know the word cucumber. Yeah. All this different stuff is a way where she's looking and like what makes it even more nefarious is she's taking it away from actual Hispanic and Latin people. Yeah, she took covers. Who could right? then scam poor <laughs> no. people on Instagram. No, we don't want to be pro-scammer. She is stealing, no, if anything, this podcast has to be pro-scammer because <laughs> God damn it. I mean, here's the thing. I am actually both shocked and proud <laughs> of how far she has come. Yeah. This is insane. Allegedly. Uh, Again, reminder, allegedly. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I know that Alec is bu is busy with his own lawyers right now, yeah. so I know they have someone retainer. Yeah, so, like, exactly. And they're real. We don't know nothing. I found this on the internet. The, listen, everything we found, we are, we are not drawing any conclusions ourselves. We found completely ourselves. And uh, we found from other people's postings online. And Alec Baldwin's lawyers don't shoot. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Okay, so I want to... They're quick to fire off. I'm going to close out my thing. I just want to give you an update on where she's at this right now. This is the longest segment we've ever done. Second episode. Wait, it's only our second episode. I know, but this is going to be like a two-hour episode now. Well, that's a one hour on your way to work, one hour on your way back. You're welcome, listeners. Yeah. Don't expect them all to be this long. All right, in conclusion. <laughs> okay, in conclusion. In conclusion. What did you learn from your research, hun? Okay, what I I just want to tell you what she's doing now. 
Okay. Right? Like, so with everything that's going on, I'm suspicious she might try to pretend to be pregnant again. Right? You got to get that media going. Well, she's done it seven times. Why not eight? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Ocho. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you said it so dangerously. Ocho. Okay. She recently started another podcast. Okay. That's, this is what she's doing. She's rebranded. Do you think she'll be a guest on ours? When I tell you what this podcast is, you'll let me know, okay? Okay. She started a new podcast. It's called Witches Anonymous. Shut the fuck up. Where she is, I would say, currently co-opting the what they're calling the divine feminine. You know that. Little dog whistle to turfdom right there. The divine feminine. And uh, she started it with a woman who I guess she's friends with. And I don't know who the woman is, but I looked at her bio. And the other woman who's doing this podcast, which is anonymous with her, her bio says um, she's a film producer, a jewelry designer, and a Salem witch descendant. Okay, so she's unemployed. So, and you she just, was a blonde just, white lady. Yeah, but you just described an unemployed person. Yeah. I'm a producer and jewelry person. Okay, yeah, and you, you're just unemployed. I get it. And a Salem witch descendant. Okay. Okay. So anyway, that's what she's doing now. She is uh, going so, so into. So now, so now she's a, she's a preg, she's a fake pregnant Spanish witch. Yep. Got him. Married to a negligent murderer. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. We're gonna have to call this podcast allegedly. With I'm gonna keep like... listen. Part for my segment. <laughs> Allegedly's are gonna come far, like fast and furious, y'all. All right. That's what you did your research on. Yeah, that's what I did my research on. I hate you. Ilaria Baldwin. Hillary Thomas. Hillary Thomas. <laughs> what the fuck? So the ir- irony of your last segment yeah. is that Alvaro Lopez Morano, who made our new uh, music, yeah. our theme song, mm-hmm. is from Spain. Oh, yeah. He's from Barcelona. <laughs> like, his family's from Spain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, his parents, like, only recently became American citizens. Yeah. All that different stuff. Like, that's very... It's just the So, the do kismet. you think he knows Ilaria? They probably grew up together yeah. in Boston. <laughs> okay. So, are you ready to find out why I did my research on? Yes. Because this is your fault. And you... But you've been really secretive. It was like you suddenly had, like, a light bulb go off, go off and then you, like... Ran away giggling, and now you just seem upset. I'm very mad. Okay. I'm very, very... Because before, we were we were discussing about what to talk about on yeah. the next episode of the podcast. And uh-huh. you said you wanted to make a TikTok bumper. Yeah. And uh, you're like, I should, you know, be one like, oh, should I do Ilaria Baldwin? Uh-huh. Or should I do my topic? Yeah. And I, when you said my topic, uh-huh. I, my eyes rolled in the back of my head, and I said, unfortunately, I already know this one. Yeah. So I then was you're so like, excited. You already knew it. I'm... So mad. Okay, why are you mad though? Okay, so <clears throat> Chrisley knows best. Chrisley knows best. See, I don't, I don't know anything about the Chrisleys, but I know that they have recent drama. Yes, and um, the only reason I even know who the Chrisleys are uh-huh. is because in 2015 I got back into professional wrestling. Yes. And I, uh, long story short, basically I was working at a place where most of the internet was blocked. Okay. And the only thing that was white whitelisted was Philly.com. Yeah. 
And so I read every article on philly.com because it was one of the few websites I was allowed to go while I was at work. Mm -hmm. And when I was on philly.com, I discovered that they had for a short time a sports article, weekly sports article about pro wrestling. Oh. And during that time... Sports entertainment. Sports entertainment. (laughs) During that time, there was an incident at the Royal Rumble, which just happened in WWE, where The Rock came out Mm -hmm. to support his cousin who just won the Royal Rumble in Philadelphia. Yeah. And his cousin was Roman Reigns. Yeah. And all of Philadelphia... Nepo, baby. (laughs) All of Philadelphia booed the shit out of him. Yeah, of course they fucking booed him, little Nepo, baby. Yeah, they booed Roman Reigns to the point where it actually... I was like, I need to know what's going on in wrestling (laughs) because... When all of Philadelphia hates a thing, I'm like, yeah. what are we hating, guys? Yeah, I want to join in. So I started watching wrestling again just yeah. to find out more about what was happening. And before I knew it, I was full bore back into wrestling. Yeah, I know I was there. I know. In 2015, 2016. And it's your fault. Okay. Because you could have squashed this early. I didn't. There was a couple times where you walked in where I was watching wrestling. I was like, oh, yeah, I was just flipping through channels. And then, like, the third time, you're like, are you just watching wrestling? It's fine. If you like watching wrestling, we can watch wrestling. And I'm like, Okay. And then I've never stopped watching wrestling. Well, I mean, the thing is, for the listeners who don't watch what professional wrestling, the WWE, the NXT, the whole things, the thing that I didn't know about wrestling when you started watching it, that I learned about wrestling, that I love about wrestling, is that it is really kind of a little gay and like yeah. in the best possible way yeah it's a light show yeah it's a drama it's a telenovela with there, with costumes yeah there's sparkly costumes there's big entrance numbers and very understandable storylines yeah yeah and it's just really uh <clears throat> fit men and women wrestling each other to like there's love there's anger there's money and the whole time they're wearing f- sparkles and fringe. Yes. I was immediately like, yeah, while leave Flo it Ry- on. While Flo Rida blasts yeah. in the background. I was like, this is drag race for boys. Yes, 100%. RuPaul's drag race, yes. not the race car drag race. Yes. But but the, um, so, but because of that, yeah. I know who the Chrisleys are. Okay. Because in 2015, 2016, when I first started getting back into watching wrestling, I was watching Monday Night Raw religiously mm-hmm. on the USA Network. Yeah, USA. And because that Monday Night Raw is their biggest show, uh-huh. they often try to put in front of it the next tier show, and they want bleed over. Yeah. So they want what whoever watches the show before, which may not always air, but they at least run reruns of, Yeah. they want the Monday Night Raw wrestling audience to also watch that. They desperately are always trying. The hardest thing with wrestling fans is wrestling fans only like wrestling. Yeah. They only like wrestling. I want to be clear about this. Like, <laughs> wrestling fans rarely like anything else. And so, all networks are always trying to program around them. Yeah. And trying to figure out, like, we have this huge spike, and then they all vanish within, like, five <laughs> minutes of the show ending. Yeah. Every time. On the Nielsen ratings. So, they put the show Chris Lee Knows Best. Okay? Now, this is a reality show. Now, I don't really watch a lot of reality shows. You are the reality show queen. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say a queen. I, I like a lot of them, but I'm not, like, I'm not deep into the... You like the trash ones, though. Oh, I love the trash ones. You really love the trash. I can't stand them because, uh, number one, they're all fake. There's some I really like. Whoa, whoa. No. In the good name of Snooky, how dare you? Okay, they're predetermined. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> so Wow. So the the thing that, like, I really like Surreal Life and stuff like that when that was out, but like, there's a lot of them are really, really bad. Chrisley knows best, I feel like, maybe 
one, not counting the game shows like Milf Manor. Yeah. This may be one of the worst reality shows ever made. Um, because it was, I felt unwatchable. Yeah. And so the show ran from nine seasons starting in 2014. Nine? Nine seasons. I had no idea it was on for nine seasons. Yes. It had uh, one, two, it had three. That's almost as many babies as Alaria Baldwin. Almost. Almost as many babies <laughs> as it. But if you count the spinoffs. Okay. They had three spinoffs. Wait, they've had spinoffs? Yeah. They've had multiple. Because mm. this show was actually one of the highest rated shows. Yeah. Sub Monday Night Raw. Okay. For the USA Network. So this were, was the a wrestling, smash hit. were the wrestling fans watching this? No, it's just other random oh, people okay. were watching it. I was it. like, it feel, doesn't feel like wrestling So, So let me describe the show. So Chris Lee knows best, mm-hmm. okay? The best way I can describe it, Okay. I found um, a subreddit. Of course. Okay? Of course. And this is where we do we're a lot of our research. research. <laughs> this is... This is this is where we do a lot of our research is on especially on like a show subreddit that's yeah. really dedicated because then there's also like a lot of background and you get a lot of depth to it. Yeah. Um Chrisley knows best. Um I found on the subreddit this and this is from eight months ago. Okay. Okay. This man wrote, What the flying fuck am I watching? I'm on my first episode. I don't know what this is. Is this the show? There is a gay guy abusing his children by stalking and mentally abusing them. This has been on TV for nine seasons. So the show, the show, Chrisley knows best, follows Todd and Julie Christie. Yeah. Chrisley. Chrisley. So they, they're on their second marriage. Okay. Okay. Todd is a real estate mogul. That's the only information you get. Oh, uh, suspicious. He's a real estate mogul, okay? okay? They live in the Tennessee area. I don't know if they were living in Tennessee when the show began, but he's also from, like, Georgia. Okay. So they're they're Southern rich. Yeah. Which is, like, you don't often get a lot of TV shows about. Yeah. Southern rich is, like, Southern upper crust rich is, is very different. Yeah. Todd is also clearly gay. Like, but he has... Uh, how many kids do they have? They got... Uh, they have okay. three, right? So he had two kids from his first marriage. Okay. All right. That's Kyle and Lindsay. Oh, right. And what then in his second marriage, they had three kids. Oh, okay. Savannah, yep. Chase, uh-huh. and Grayson. And Grayson was six when... Grayson? Yes. And Grayson was six oh, when the show what started. what a name. So, and then on later series, they had their granddaughter, uh, Chloe. Okay. Uh, who was Kyle's daughter. From the first marriage. Kyle, yeah. Kyle from the first marriage's daughter. Okay. Okay. She moved in with them because Kyle has had issues with drugs. Okay. And um, they adopted Chloe. Okay. And and Chloe's biracial. Oh, great. Which they really lean into on the show. Oh, that doesn't seem good. And she's 10 and they immediately put her on the show. Oh, I don't like that. I yeah. really don't like when people are exploiting children. Yeah. Let alone children that are going through like a traumatic experience, like being taken away from their parents and their yes. caregivers. Yes, all that different stuff. Oh, great. Okay. They also had um, Nanny Faye. Oh. Nanny Faye is the grandma. Oh. And you might have remembered some of the times, because what would happen is when we'd watch Monday, when I watched she, Monday Night Raw. She was like the cranky old lady at the, at the kitchen table. Yeah, but she would always be going to the casino and oh, I'm going to go out with them. I'm going on a date with my boyfriend. Like that was like the whole thing. And, and like... The, the only reason I knew about the show is sometimes I would turn on the USA Network a little early because I had nothing else to do. Yeah, it was Monday. And I would forget, fuck, now i got to sit through five minutes of the Christmas. <laughs> and, like, Todd, Chris, the whole thing is they were very ostentatious. But, like, yeah. cheap ostentatious, right? Yeah. So, like, everything about them reminded me of, and you and I have been done this before, when you go to, to Marshall's mm-hmm. or Home Goods and you walk down that one aisle and it's all, like, 
spiky gold balls. Yeah. You know, and when you what you realize is this is all the stuff that realtors put in houses to stage houses. Yeah, it reminds me because again, I was sitting on the couch with you many a time, so I yeah. did witness the Chrisleys, and it reminds me of, and you will likely not get this reference, but like Jacqueline Hill, but gold instead of black. It's okay. that aesthetic. It's mean, very new, rich, nouveau riche, yeah. but tacky at its core. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, spe- a specific. It's, it's, it's look. very specific, but they take that and then mm. they they slam it into the clean, uh, white walled farm culture. Oh yeah, barn doors. Yes, yeah, a lot of the slidey barn door, ah, barn doors hate- for the bathroom, so everyone can hear you poop. Oh, I hate it. Like all that door. different stuff. Like yeah, it's it's it's. So they're just bad. And so, like, Todd was always on there. And what got me is, as I began to do my research, right? Uh-huh. One of the things I always do, and I don't know how you do your research. Okay. But I always go to Wikipedia first. <laughs> okay. Just to get a baseline. I went to Wikipedia at the very end just for, to kind of confirm hilarious. stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I went to this first. Uh-huh. And I want you to notice something oh, immediately. logo. Yeah. But I want you to notice something immediately in this first paragraph, right? Okay. If you go to a show, uh-huh. right? Especially a, a famous show like this that's run for nine seasons, has been an anchor of the USA Network, right? Yeah. You would think that when they name the main character of the show, that mm-hmm. it would be hyperlinked. Oh, it is not hyperlinked. It is not The state of Georgia is. Yes. The city of Nashville is. Yes. The word reality TV is, but not Todd Chrisley. Todd Chrisley is not. In fact, none of the family members are hyperlinked. Oh, that's weird. And, well, the reason for that okay. is because they are trying desperately to hide news about themselves right now. I, okay. And it's becoming difficult yeah. because they are in federal prison. They're I mean, in, okay. They're in. I shouldn't laugh at that. I shouldn't. Okay, I shouldn't laugh. Just hearing some strangers. Yes. Went to federal prison. But that being said, yeah. if you and I are talking about it, I have to assume that they're not great people. Oh my and god. And therefore, I laugh. So okay. So it all starts with the show gets gets started in 2014. Yeah. Shortly after, this was a couple years after Todd, who's been in real estate for a while, yeah, had to declare bankruptcy. Yeah, okay. Okay, so the story is that he had a couple of investments went bad. They went sideways. He declared bankruptcy and had to pay off $150,000 out of $30 million in loans. I was going to say 150000 150000 is what okay. he had to pay. Okay? okay. So while that, so that bankruptcy is happening, mm-hmm. he gets offered the show. Okay, okay. So they start doing the show for, for more income. Yeah, so one thing that he's he's done is he built all these different LLCs and things while he's doing the show. Now the show never ever really touches on the real estate aspect of it because you can't. You real, can't. Well, because real estate is so gross and messy. Yeah. Especially it, when you start opening all the little LLCs. Yeah. You know, I know. Yeah, and, but also the other thing about it though is that they know for a fact that their fans won't like it. Their fans won't like the fact that they're basically just landlords. Yeah. And that they're just they're just being handed money by poor people all day yep. to go live their lavish lives. Yeah. And so some of the things that you see them do on the show is spend as they claim up to $300,000 a year on clothes. What? For just Todd. That's a lot of Kohl's cash, babe. That's a lot of Kohl's cash. <laughs> but they're going out of their way and like as I was reading some of these articles in here people would talk about how, you know, the Chrisleys would go to the higher end malls in Atlanta because mm-hmm. the one that they said is you know Atlanta is a, a big small town yeah so everybody knows everyone so when like the Chrisleys would show up in Neiman Marcus you're like 
fuck, I'm going to be stuck here all day. They're going to spend a lot of money, yeah. but you're you're basically going to have to yeah. serve them hand and foot the entire time. And they really leaned into the fact that they're, look at us, we're so rich, we're so rich, we're, we're in real estate, we're in real estate. Uh-huh. And they would never go deeper than that. Of course not. Whatsoever. The other thing that would happen a lot in the show is Todd was always up in all of his kids' business. Uh-huh. That's what I was saying about why is this gay guy abusing his children by stalking and mentally abusing Could them. Could I ask you, did he ever, has he ever fully come out? So this is what he said early. Okay. Early on, he said, Todd has embraced his longtime false rumors that he is gay. Quote, I'm flattered that people think I can get laid on both ends. Whoa. So that doesn't bother me, and my wife certainly is flattered that as many men want her husband as there are women. Now, (laughs) I don't know how to patch audio in on this yet, y'all. I I do not know how to patch audio in on this, or else I would just play you... I don't know, a 30-second clip of Todd Chrisley talking. Yeah. And your first reaction would say, that is a that is a gay man. Yeah. But it's also, he's in the Deep South. And the thing is, is having been down the Deep South myself, and having family down there, and having gone to school down there, I've met many men like Todd. Wait a minute. Todd? About 45 minutes ago, you told the listeners that you were from Delaware County. Now you're saying you're Southern? You have a Southern accent? You know Southern accents? <laughs> what are you, LX? <laughs> It's pronounced Alejandro. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, when I was down in school, I would meet guys who had bare, you know, it, it, it wasn't a draw. No. But they'd be like, hey, y'all, how you doing today? Oh, no, I love pussy. Like Leslie Jordan. Yeah, very much. That sort of, that sort of thing. R.I.P., the greatest. But, but never leaning into, like, they'd play with it a little bit. But, like, I just remember this one guy in my fraternity, and he was the president of the fraternity. Okay. And he was, so, like, there was a bunch of guys from the North like me. And we would all stand around. We we're like, guys, this is just weird. Like, if Preston's gay, like, we don't care. Like, it's bothering us more that we have to pretend he isn't. Like, yeah. we literally, it's 2003. We don't care. Yeah. And he'd be like, no, I, you can call this man. I can get all the girls. And I'm like, this feels <laughs> like a sketch. Like, I'm being punked. Like, Ashton Kutcher's going to pop out. Yeah. And Todd Chrisley is heavily like this. It's like, when you look at him, and, and it was a, a central conceit of the show. Yeah. They would always put him in, like, situations where he would be around attractive men he would be talking about men like all this different stuff and then later like he would make sure you'd see him kiss his wife on camera they also heavily lean into the fact that they were good christians oh because and and like they would really lean into the whole southern mega church you know oh. we go to church we give to church we do this different oh. stuff but it's all clearly a cover to cover for all the sins that they're committing on the side, yeah. right? Yeah, the stealing from the poor thing. Stealing from the poor, all this different Exploiting stuff. Exploiting people thing, yeah. Yeah. Also, the only thing I really ever knew about them was their big teeth. I have a thing about big teeth. They yeah. make me nervous. Well, they had, and they, they did, they were the flippers? Well, the, the covers, the, the, the I think they, they had flippers on the kids. Yeah. I remember when the early season we were watching wrestling, I'd be like, are they putting flippers on those kids? Oh, 100%. Yeah, those and kids then, definitely had fake teeth. But the two adults, it just looked like they had really bad, like, Regis Philbin veneers. Yeah. And I just, big teeth make me nervous. Yeah. So, one of the big things, though, is that Todd is incredibly controlling of the kids. Okay. Because part of it is they slowly are becoming a cash cow for him. So the kids get their own spinoff show at one point. Mm -hmm. Uh, The two from his second marriage, all right? And those are the kids are Savannah and Chase. Okay. Um, Savannah now owns a makeup company and is currently running the real estate company while her parents are in prison. Okay. And Chase has a luxury candle line. 
So not real jobs. I just want to point out, again, as, as we know from grifters, allegedly, yeah, these are all cover jobs. Makeup companies. Those are just ways to funnel tax money. Yeah, you, you just tack your name on something. You go and you buy some cheap candles from someplace. Yeah. You say, hey, these are the X you know, c- collection. Yeah. And these are luxury. And that's literally, I read an article, and all they had to say about Chase is that he currently uh, sells luxury candles. And then also when he engaged, when he got engaged to his... Um, his longtime girlfriend uh-huh. that sh- that they rented out the first Horizon Park in Nashville, Tennessee. The reality star rented out the twelve thousand seat stadium and had one hundred and seventy five thousand rose petals laid on the field in the shape of a heart. So that's just like a waste of money. Like remember when I, you and I got engaged and I just threw a ring at you? Yeah, and I was like, "You won't, bitch." Yeah, and I threw a ring at you, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that was my grandma's." Fuck you. And then that's how we got like, <laughs> yeah, like that's Ours a real really engagement. Started but there, there wasn't like, yeah, you know, all everything they do has to be ostentatious. Everything they do has to be for the cameras. It has to be yeah. for Instagram. All this stuff. There's a level of fake to these people yeah. that I cannot describe. And what's shocking to me is from watching YouTube videos and reading the subreddits is yeah. how many people could not tell that they were being fake. Really? It's crazy. They immediately look inauthentic. Yeah, no, Just but like people are like, I thought they were good Christians, and now I'm finding out about <sighs> this. So, like, here's here's a quote. In uh, 2019, Savannah, mm-hmm. she's, I think she's 25 now. Okay. She's the, the daughter from the second marriage. Yeah. Savannah got engaged to her boyfriend, professional hockey player Nick Kirtelez. All right. Uh, but the pair ended their relationship in 2020. Oh, Todd later suggested to Savannah uh-huh. that the engagement ended because uh, the hockey player is also in the public eye, but he didn't understand what she dealt with as a television personality. Now, that's from a People Magazine article. All right. That's the first paragraph. Okay. This is the quote. Now, remember, he's pointing out to her that while he's an athlete, she's a TV star. They're both famous, but for different reasons. Different famous. And there's different needs, right? Like a, yeah. like a hockey player has to practice. He has to score goals, those things. But when you're an Instagram, USA Network reality TV star, you always have to be on, always be shopping, yeah. all that, right? That's what you would think that what this, that paragraph is leading yeah. us into, okay. right? yeah. Does that make sense, what I just sure. described? yeah. Okay, healthy? Healthy description? Maybe, yeah. Okay, this is a quote from Todd. Quote, I said, y'all met on social media. You had a blue check mark. He had a blue check mark. He was an athlete. You're on television, Todd recounted. Y'all put all your faith in that blue check mark because that meant both of you were verified, which meant you was there was no falsity going on. And I said, quote, had you put as much faith in the word of the Bible and in God as you did in that blue check mark, I said, things may have ended differently. What the fuck does that even mean? What it means is um, Todd's a good Christian and his kids aren't. Wow. And that if his kids were more like him, their marriage would last. Meanwhile, Todd is on his second marriage. You just told me he was in federal prison. Yes. He is currently. I'm, we're getting there. I'm we're getting not, there. I'm I have to lay the groundwork. I'm saying that everybody in prison is a bad person. Yes. Or a bad Christian. Yes. But I'm saying, don't throw rocks and stone or glass houses. But this is the thing: is this is what the Christies always do? Is any time that they're put up against the wall, they immediately become super Christian. Yeah, that's what all Christian grifters, grifters do. Yeah, do. no, we've seen this time and time again. But yeah. the Christies get really, really hardcore with it. Now, okay. the one thing I didn't see, and I didn't look for it, but I didn't see is where they go to church 
or any pictures of them at church. Because again, I didn't go to their Instagram because it's all fake. Yeah. I didn't go to any of these things. But sometimes when you're looking into people like this, like yeah. you'll it'll just get hit over your head like they go to Hillsong or whatever, one yeah, of those type of places. Of those you know places. what I mean? Like you'll you'll get slammed with it yeah. out of nowhere. But when I was going through this, it's just like they would just throw out, Well, I'm a Christian. You know, as a Christian. Yeah. And they every time they get deeper into trouble, they would come in with, you know, random Bible quotes. So you can always tell when they're having a bad day mm. because then suddenly there's a quote from the Bible on one of their Instagrams. Yeah. That's kind of the hurdle with being held accountable uh, when your brand is part of Christianity because the whole thing is that as long as God forgives you, you're forgiven. Yeah. And then you can't hold people accountable for their bad actions. Yes. So what happened with the Chrisleys is that they were doing their real estate, right? Yeah. So they have this partner named Mark Braddock. Okay. Okay. So Mark uh, is working with them through the real estate, doing all this different stuff. Okay? Yeah. Okay. And what happened in, I think it was around 2011, 2012, mm -hmm. the first level of fraud happened. And what they were doing is they took out loans uh -huh. and they couldn't afford them. They faked bank statements and income statements. What? To the point where they literally had actually cut documents and repasted them. Not with a computer. I mean, like, actually Oh, cut. like when we're watching the, the, the Queen thing, when the guy, the journalist yes. from the Queen. Like was Martin like, Bashir yeah. with, with <laughs> Diana yeah, in the, the most Diana. recent season of The Crown. Yeah, it was a so, great season. Yeah, so they cut. They were cutting documents and then like refaxing them and all this stuff so it'd make them look like legit documents. Very Christian behavior. So they were lying to banks about their income, Ooh. right? So then when they didn't have the money to pay those loans back, yeah. they created more fake documents and then used those to get more loans to then pay back the first loan. You're describing a Ponzi scheme. Yes, this is a pyramid scheme against banks and it is it is a crime. It is yeah. called lying to banks and that is a crime Yeah. because you can't lie to banks. Yeah. They are protected from lies while we aren't. So, yeah, well. so anyway, so they were doing this for a while but before they got caught actually pretending uh -huh. to have all this money, at the same time, they were then declaring bankruptcy. Of course. So then they got that charged off Mm -hmm. And they only had to, they filed bankruptcy and they were approved to only have to pay $150,000. Okay, right. And then they didn't pay that and they dragged their feet forever. What? They were offered an out. It was $150,000. Yes. They Me have that. Meanwhile, during this time, they've been building up their name. So they actually have a real estate portfolio now. Yeah. I can't, I can't tell, but at one point they were making between $600,000 and a million dollars a month just from rental income. Oh my God, I hate them. And it wasn't enough. They continued to still get fake loans. Why the fuck? Oh my God. Oh my God, I just want to let you know, yes. as someone who went to Catholic school, as you brought up earlier, that greed is a sin. Yes. <laughs> I don't know a lot about what I learned there, but I do know that greed is a sin. <laughs> yeah. So all in all, it was, they illegally obtained $47 million in a loan. 47? And yes. Wait, and all they had to pay back was one fifty. So far. Okay. That was from the initial. Was the one fifty. Now, since they've been found guilty, they uh, have to pay like a shit ton of money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and a lot of their stuffs being liquidated. Yeah. Okay. During that time, they did not pay state income tax. Oh. Uh, for a decade. They didn't pay taxes. They didn't pay any taxes. Now oh, they were no. being chased from Georgia to Nashville. And during that time, they claimed they lived in Florida, which has no income taxes. Yeah. But the thing is, is they're shooting a show yeah. that says we live in fucking Nashville. Yeah. And then they were telling everyone that they're broke. 
And then they're shooting and showing a reality show where they're fucking rich and they're flying all over the country and they're declaring of how much money they're spending on everything. And the whole time, this is still happening and USA Network, which is owned by Comcast and NBC and all those different, Comcast Universal, Mm -hmm. is re-upping contracts with them. And all they're using... So they don't know? They don't... It's not so much that they don't know... It, I believe the Chrisleys kept telling them it's going to go away. Mm. And don't worry, we have it handled. Mm-hmm. So we're putting it to the side. We're putting it to the side. We're putting it to the side. Now, <clears throat> one of the things that came up um, is that that during this time, let me see, where is it? Where is it? I There is a portion of this, um, which now we're going to get into the blackmail. Wait, what? So... They're under investigation yeah. by the feds. Yeah. Okay. So he, I mentioned Lindsay. Now, Kyle and Lindsay are from the first marriage. Yeah. Lindsay is only in like the first four seasons of the show. And I believe it's like season four or season five. She walks off the show. Okay. Never to be seen again. All right. She has a falling out with her dad. They're extremely estranged. Her dad, Todd Chrisley, hates, hates her husband. Okay. Okay. Because her husband is like, this dude's a controlling fucking psychopath. (laughs) And you're my wife. I don't give a fuck if you're his daughter. Right? So it's one of those situations. So they get estranged. Kyle, meanwhile, doing all the drugs. Yeah, all the drugs. And during that time, Kyle may or may not have blurted out that his parents are fucking con artists. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. So that's the first drop we have. Yeah. My parents are con artists. Lindsay is like, no, I shouldn't just blurt out that they're con artists. Lindsay begins to contact the feds. Oh! So Lindsay goes and contacts the feds uh-huh. and has a discussion with Yo, she them. She fucking hates her dad. Yes. So he goes and has a converse. She has a conversation with the feds, and then that's when Todd begins to blackmail her. Now I found this from Doctor Phil. He blackmailed his daughter. Yes. What? Yes, because he didn't want her talking to the feds anymore. Okay. Now, where is it? How did he find out she was talking to the feds? Who snitched? Um, so basically, it's... I don't know how it exactly came out, um, but in this is where it says... This is from the Daily Mail, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, Lindsay began speaking with the FBI and Georgia's Department of Revenue and shared allegations of physical abuse, harassment, and blackmail all at the hands of her father. According to a source of the news outlet, Lindsay started talking to them all the way back in 2017. Okay. Okay. Um, this is after Todd and Julie had already been served with their state case with the state of Georgia. Now, that was what USA knew of first, was the Georgia tax evasion scandal. Got it. And they were like, we can make this go away. It's just a state charge. Don't worry about it. Much like a real housewife in New Jersey, like, this is all going to go yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. regardless, it'll be good TV. Yeah. You know? So, um... Uh, the source continued to add that Lindsay wanted everyone to know they were just worse people and Lindsay was, was sick and tired of Todd and Julie getting away with stuff. They were estranged and Lindsay has called him, her father, a snake and harassing her as the federal case mounted. Um, in 2019, Atlanta, Georgia, Lindsay recounted a heinous blackmail attempt that tri- Todd tried to use against her in order to get her to speak well on his and Julie's behalf amid their legal woes. 
Now, one of the things he was trying to do, he and Julie, his wife, yeah. were trying to do was to show a a, a, a front that the, they're a good Christian family. Yeah. And we all love each other and we're good people and all of this is a tax against the family. Uh-huh. And since everything's gone down, most of the family is constantly saying it's all lies. Okay. It's all lies. Sure. They need to because they have to keep their grifts going. They have to. They got to sell their candles. So they met... Uh, Lindsay and Todd, the dad, met in a Chattanooga, Tennessee restaurant, well, and she thought that Todd was there to apologize to her. All right. Which we all know is not in that's, the narcissist playbook. No. And that's when suddenly Todd dropped a allegation about her younger brother Chase, the candle owner, the candle guy. Okay. He said that Chase. Told her, because he said that, uh, Todd said, I'm going to be indicted for conspiracy and tax evasion. It's going to be all over the media, and you need to help me. Because if you don't, Chase spent $5,000 on a puppy cam video that shows you having sex. What? And Chase might release it. What? It, hold up. So the dad says to his daughter, if you don't help me, yeah. your brother is going to release, release a sex, a sex tape, tape about you. From a puppy cam. From a puppy cam. Which I don't even know what that really means. So you know how like, um, you know like little kid cams you yeah. can set up in a room? There's also one for dogs that you can set up. So like if you're at work, oh, right, you right, can right, go right, and look right, and right. like, okay, what's the dog doing? Oh, look, little So how little did Chase rovers. get that into his sister's house? Nobody knows. And what it says here is Todd told Campbell that she needed to, which is Lindsay, that she needed to be careful with Chase because what he, what because what he had, she did not want to mess with, and basically that some um, romantic partner, I guess, some other person had recorded her, okay. and then I guess that the brother had bought that video off him to to make sure it didn't get out. But then it's like kept it as background blackmail. What? And so this was put in the FBI report. Lindsay told Todd it was a crime to sell a sex tape. Yep. But he only replied with, quote, it's not criminal, maybe civil. Oh, this is. And then told her to just be careful. (gasps) This is his own daughter. Yes. This is his own daughter. This is sick. This is fucked up. And there's whole the whole report here. I found this on realityblurb.com. I can't believe oh, God. this is the hell you put me through. I'm sorry. Um, so no actual charges were ever brought against her family by Lindsay, uh, and apparently the issue is dropped. Mm-hmm. Lindsay eventually flips sides and is now fully in the Chrisley corner. What? So during the case, it didn't matter because they didn't need Lindsay for the case. Yeah. Because remember who I mentioned? There was that guy, uh, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Uh, what was his last name? We gonna have for them? Mark Braddock, mm-hmm. who's a long-term business partner. All this stuff. Um, he was also Todd Chrisley's gay lover. What? Yes. Oh my god. And apparently everyone knew. Like everyone knew he was constantly taking Mark Braddock out to Neiman, uh... Neiman Marcus, all these different places, buying him expensive clothes. They were always seen together. They claimed it was early on that it was a year a year long affair. Okay. But like Mark Braddock. Uh, took a plea deal to turn on the Chrisleys. And during that time came out that he that he was like, yeah, we were gay together, uh, all this different stuff. And Julie had to sit there in court and just fucking be silent and take it. Shut the fuck up. So they were sitting there and like... So his boyfriend? His boyfriend was... the one that flipped? It was the one who flipped. Ah! 
yeah. one of many people. Because, I mean, they're being investigated anyway. Yeah. And the thing is, is during all of this, is like they could have easily been taken down on lesser charges. But, like, yeah. as the story kept building, the agents that were looking at her going, what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, yeah. my God. Let's keep going. Yeah. We can keep digging. So... Um, yeah, so basically I had to watch this whole fucking YouTube about, about it. And it was, like, set up in the weirdest way, right? Because yeah. I can tell it's definitely from, like, somebody in the South. Like, because the whole thing was, wasn't about how they ripped all these people off with this partner. It was how bad Julie must feel that, you know, she thought she married a good Christian husband. And it turns out he's having secret gay affairs. And that's not godly. And I'm like, what the fuck? And, like, so, like... And again, yeah. most of this doesn't come out in most of the articles you read online because not many people are sitting in the fucking courtroom and reading this shit every day. And the yeah. people who do care are Chrisley Knows Best fans who are fucking idiots. Yeah. So, all right. So that brings me uh, even deeper into to this a little bit more because one of the other scams that they did with Mark was that they created a loan company. They created a loan company yes. on top of all of this. All of this, they oh created a loan company. And what this did is that this helped them to get like people loans to buy the real estate that they're also selling. And they were doing fraud during that. Uh, they were employees of the loan company and they were pay paying themselves through it and then didn't pay any business tax on it because they claimed the business wasn't making any money. So they were offsetting the income with the expenses, and the expense was them existing. Oh, my God. So they didn't have to pay tax on this. And the reason they that we were able to, that the feds were able to track all that down yeah. is because they openly admitted all of this in emails back and forth to each other. Oh, my God. What? So they, they then on top of this, on top of all of this. Yeah. They uh, were not paying contractors. They were doing the Trump whoa, thing. Oh, hey, whoa. Yeah. You got to pay the contractors. They weren't paying the contractors. Uh, they Like anyone that they didn't have to pay, they just ducked. And if the people came after them, they would just tie it up in it's court. It's what he just said. He's like, it's not criminal. It's civil court. It's civil. Civil court is filled with contractors that haven't been paid. Constantly. And this is a big thing Donald Trump did. Donald Trump learned a long time ago from somebody is if you have somebody who makes a, has a business that makes $200,000 a year and you have $30 million and you have lawyers on retainer, you have to pay the lawyers regardless. Yep. Irregardless. Irregardless. So he's sitting there and he's like, he'd have these contractors come back and say, hey man, you said... We have to fucking pay for this house, right? Yeah. And, you know, to, to do all these buildings, and you had all this stuff, and I'm, I'm out, like, $500,000, you never pay me back. Yeah. I didn't like the work you did. Yeah, I know. I'm not paying you for that. I know so many people, like, guys, like, uncles and stuff that are from Jersey and stuff, yep. and they'd be like, they worked in Atlantic City, and they never got paid by him. Yep, by Trump. Yeah, specific. I, I know of a story. I've talked to a guy, again, from this area who did cabinetry at the yeah. Trump Taj Mahal. Never got paid back. Yeah. It's just, like, fucked up. So that's one set of it. Um, then comes the $200,000 diamond ring what? that Todd Chrisley straight up stole from a jewelry store, gave to Julie, and she wore it on TV for years without ever repaying it. The fuck are you talking? Why are they doing all these crimes out in the open? So this is straight from the Chrisley Knows Best subreddit. It's from four days ago. <laughs> I'm going to read it to you. Please do. We've all seen the truth revealed. The lies, deception, forgery, fraud, stiffing contractors, laborers, leases, loans, mortgage, taxes, and the list goes on. Yeah. Personally, I prayed they would come clean. 
I was so sure that Julie, to avoid a long separation from her children and to be the best example to her children, would step up and do the right thing. She didn't. You know? You know what it was for me? The $220,000 diamond ring that was stolen and never paid for. The one from Guven's jeweler in Atlanta. Yeah, that one. Julie knew full well that, that the ring was stolen. She knew full well that Todd walked into that jewelry store, one of the finest in all of Georgia, oh. selected that ring, promised to come back in a day or two and complete the purchase. She also knew that Todd never kept that promise. Fast forward. Goobins made several attempts to have Todd come in to pay for the ring. I'm sure there were numerous phone calls, letters, collection letters, calls, and finally Goobins had no choice but to sue them for the unpaid merchandise. Okay. While this is happening, Julie is wearing that stolen rock on her hand. It's shown in every episode of the show. Conversations on the couch, Chris Lee confessions, Savannah's podcast, in the car, in the restaurants, etc. She flaunts it everywhere, every day, and it didn't bother her one bit. It's the lowest of the low, and each time I feel badly for Julie, a mother is in prison Away from her children, missing all their milestones, I'll remember that $220,000 ring that they took from Gwibbon's business and never paid a dime for it, as far as I know, allegedly. It's horribly despicable, and I would like to see Savannah Chrisley defend this horrible act of theft. Go ahead, Savannah. I challenge you to defend this terrible, terrible act. I'll wait right here. Okay. Now, I have a, no, I have a few things. Okay. That was written by someone from the jewelry shop. Yes. Number two, Savannah has a podcast. We're getting there. <laughs> okay. I accidentally read too much, and we've gotten there. Because um, so, one thing I want you to know about this subreddit, yeah. right, it's all of them have podcasts. Perfect. All of them have podcasts, Instagram, and all of them seemingly are live reacting to this subreddit. And mind you, this subreddit only has... Uh, 3,800 members. What? Okay, the other thing, and so like, this is, this I don't want to defend Julie. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to defend Julie. Yes. I don't think what they did was right. But there is something to be said for like, something stolen is a little bit more delicious. Yes. Like when I steal a bite of your food. Yes. It tastes better than the same food on my plate. No, I get that. So like. Maybe wearing the ring was like super fun because it's like, ooh, it's stolen. That being said, $220,000 for a ring is fucking insane. They should have called the cops the next day and pressed criminal charges along with civil charges. This is insane. It's nuts. But again, they're that rich that you don't start there. They're that rich, allegedly. If my that- broke ass went in there and was like, I'll come back and pay tomorrow. Yeah, no. They, the cops would have been at the door. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There was no way. I'm sure what he did is he walked in. He's like, let me take it home to my wife to see if she likes it. And I'll come back and buy it. Or whatever. You know what I mean? But you can trust me. I'm rich. I'm a, I'm a real estate You go to world. a bar. Everybody knows hold me. your credit card until you leave the bar. Yes. You go into the jewelry shop. He should just give his credit card. Be like, let me. I'll come back but tomorrow you, and get my babe, credit card. You and I both know there's a certain level of rich. Where somehow you just start getting shit for free. I know. It's the worst. And this is where they were. So she makes this assumption, right? Yeah. So let's get into Julie a little bit. Yeah. Tell me about Julie. I don't like her vibes. No. She's she's terrible. Her Julie, vibes are real off. Well, because she's from South Carolina and her she's the daughter of a Baptist minister. So I already don't like Bad her. vibes. Um, she... Uh, Julie likes so they 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 could have turned on each other. Yeah, they did not. Well, I mean, there's that. There's that. They held together. These they, they have a grifter code <laughs> and they stuck together with it. So uh, Julie 
um, is part of it. A big part of it being that she has somehow gotten her mom involved in signing uh, fake loan documents for them. So they used her mom in some of these things as a guarantor. So like, and her mom had to deal with some stuff back in 2014, like right as the show was starting, but it was all in Julie's mom's name. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. And these, there's articles These people are like, they keep stooping lower than I ever thought this was going to go. Yes. And so as the walls were closing in on them and they were starting to try to hide money, remember I mentioned Nanny Faye? Yeah. They tried chan- transferring the, the businesses and especially the toxic assets into Nanny Faye's name. And then Nanny Faye took a runner, and then they had to like bring her back in into the fold, oh and I guess God. pay her off. Yeah. But she, Nanny Faye. Uh huh. Um, let's keep going. Okay. So, um, so we've got into the ring. Got, got her, all the contractors. I can see a picture of her. Her hair is so bad. Yeah, it's real bad. Um, Savannah was also a Miss Teen Tennessee in like 2015. Okay. So it's just getting worse. So all of them now have podcasts. They finally were both found guilty on multiple mm-hmm. charges. Yeah. Um, and they both had, were uh, sentenced to prison. Yeah. Now, one of the holdups was whether or not they would serve prison at the same time, mm-hmm. or if one would go to prison, then the other one would go to prison. And the reason for that is they're like, we have our adopted 10-year-old grandchild. Oh, I was wondering, because I know that when Teresa Gudis from Jersey, yeah. the Jersey Housewives, when her and her husband went to prison, yes. they... They had little kids. Yes. But I feel like these kids are grown. Yes. So they have a 10-year-old, and you can see this picture over there. Okay, cute. Yeah, no, she's very, very cute. Well, um, the mom wants her back. Is the mom the one they blackmailed? No. Oh. This is, okay, the one they blackmailed uh-huh. is the sister of the drug addict. The drug addict has a partner or had a partner. Yes. And that mom. That mom. Okay. So that mom is like, no, I, since you all are going to fucking federal prison. I don't want you jailbirds raising, raising, yeah, my, raising kids, my kids. Criminals. Because what the state is doing is saying, well, since the parents are in jail, then Savannah, the 25-year-old daughter who's now running the real estate business uh-huh. and has all the podcasts and everything, she should be the, she should take care of Chloe, okay. who is the 10-year-old That's daughter. what Savannah's lawyers are saying, not the state. Or the that, state saying that? That's how it's right now, because okay. she's also she's also the guardian of her brother, her 16-year-old Grayson. brother, Grayson. I hate that name so well, much. Well, and Grayson, it feels like is, is Grayson and Chloe are the two that I kind of want to have left out of this, because the one's 10, and Grayson has recently, and I, I can't believe I know this, he went on their podcast, okay, uh-huh. and he was like, I've never liked any of this. And they're like, what? He's like, the show started when I was six. One day cameras were there and y'all made me just do terrible stuff. And everyone was just mean to me. And I thought that's just like what life was. And now I'm 16 and I realize he's like, because like Savannah's like, well, everybody watched you grow up on the show. He's like, I've never watched me grow up on the show. I just lived on the show. I've never watched it. I think it's weird that people liked it. Like, that's... Grayson's taken... Like, first thing, that's the most mature response I've ever heard. Grayson, to me, is the Prince Harry of this whole family. Yo, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. And it's exactly From what From a I, 16-year-old. But that's what I think about a lot when it comes to, like... What, what we the previously Kardashians. Talked, no, what we previously talked about with Hilaria. Like, her, her seven kids being online. Every, like, diaper change. Every bath. Every, like... And there's so many, so many people online that these mommy bloggers and mommy vloggers and family vloggers, like, they just have, like, their first period talk with their kid online. Like, all these wild things, like, 
that these kids are then going to grow up and be like, I can't believe you put me online. Like, and it's like with child labor laws in Hollywood and stuff, there are some protections. They're not the best, but there are some protections. And like with social media, there, there are no protections for these kids. And like, I don't know how USA could get like I've, but obviously we know through these reality shows that exploiting the children is through the parents. It's through the parents. It's so crazy, and like I feel so bad for that kid. He thought they were being mean to him because they that's how they were, but it was like they were doing it for the goofs and like yeah, but they're doing it, doing it for a TV show, but yeah. also like they were doing it because they're actually bad people. Well, yeah, that's allegedly. Um, I don't think that's alleged. I'm just gonna throw so out. All right, but they, they are bad people. Yeah. Um. So now uh, they are both in prison. Okay, wait. We need to talk about that woman wanting her custody back. Why can't she have custody? Uh, the, the, I think it's it's currently in... Um, oh, it's pending? Yeah, I think it's pending and all that other stuff. I mean, this is still kind of out there. Uh, this is from TMZ and People magazine. Um, earlier this week, Johnson spoke with TMZ about her plans to go get her back. Uh, she previously shared custody with Chloe and, and Todd for some months, 2016. Uh, but she's been arrested before, oh. so she has she has a history in those yeah, things. Yeah, she's gonna have to prove that she's capable now. Yeah, all that different stuff. And I mean, meanwhile, uh, you know, whatever she did uh, is clearly not on the same level of millions of dollars. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, she probably like stole something from a Target. I'm not. Gonna, meanwhile, I'm not gonna <laughs> guess. I'm not gonna guess. Yeah, I know. You know what? Allegedly. Honestly, this has been so nuts. You couldn't have guessed that the Chrisleys had stolen this much money. No. Uh, meanwhile, by the mind you, they were. I want to be clear on this. With all the fraud they were doing, they were legally making over $600,000 a month. A month. Between $600,000 and a million dollars a month. And that was not enough money. Yeah. That was not enough money. I would like you to think of what $600,000 a year would do for us. Oh my God. And like the life we would live. (laughs) Dude. I mean, you wouldn't be a part of it. (laughs) Divorce day one, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that that clap is going to be very loud. I apologize. I apologize to everyone for how loud that high five was. <laughs> Our divorce high five. So they are now both in federal correction institutions. Yep. Uh, minimum security. They are both in Florida. One is in Tallahassee and one is um, FCI Pensacola. What? They're in Florida. That's where they were put down because I think that's where the federal case was adjudicated from. And also there are quite a few uh, minimum security Florida uh, correctional institutions, federal correctional institutions. Uh, Julie got seven years. Mm -hmm. She's in Tallahassee. And um, Todd Chrisley got 12 years. And he is in Pensacola. And let me tell you something. I pulled up uh, what this place looks like. Mm. It looks like a community college. Like, I'm, like, so mad. Oh, I, my God. I cannot tell you, like, how fucking bad I am. Now, there are things, like, it's obviously you have to get up at a certain time, you know, blah, blah, You can't. Todd's not going to have Egyptian cotton sheets. Anymore. Anymore. But I was, like, looking through the whole thing, and I'm just like, ah, this is honestly, for him, this is the worst thing possible, is being locked yeah. up in this big old place with all these sweating men and just missing my Julie. But um, it's it's like for us, like I'd be like, oh, this is great. Yeah, like, I'd be like, this is this is fine. Um, the uh, now here's I want to read you the visitor clothing rules because I've never read these because I went to I went to the, the 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 website yeah and just saw what it would take to be a visitor. Uh, first, there's a big deal on there about like how you can't give the inmate anything. And yeah. You're only allowed to bring ten dollars. Yep. You cannot bring more than ten dollars cash. Uh, that can be used on the vending machines. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have anything more than that. Okay. Um, but they have a big rule on clothing. All right. Uh, the following is banned. Excessively provocative, immodest, or revealing attire is reason to deny visiting. For example, 
halter tops, tube tops, sleeveless shirts, tank tops, clothing revealing the midriff area of the anatomy, radically low-cut shirts or blouses revealing front, backless clothing, see-through, low-cut blouses, mini skirts, tank tops, military fatigues, muscle shirts, short shirts, shorts, short shorts, hot pants, spandex, revealing dresses slash skirts, hats, caps, and form-fitting clothes are not considered appropriate apparel. All clothing must be free from obscene, inappropriate, or offensive messages. Shorts and dresses must be knee-length or longer. Visitors wearing clothing considered to be too revealing, provocative, indiscreet, or closely resembling an inmate's uniform will not be allowed into the visiting room until a change to appropriate clothing is made. Now, I want to tell you something. Both these people are currently incarcerated in Florida. How the fuck is anyone supposed to visit them? I, the only that, they just described every person in Florida. You just described every Florida person there is. They, they banned halter tops. And short, short. I'm like, how the fuck are these people supposed to get in there? What are you going to wear? Also, it's hot and muggy down do, there. Do you remember when we went to Florida? Uh, yeah. And, and we were, like, cold the one night. We went looking for sweatpants, and yeah. we just could not find... They just straight up didn't sell them. Yeah, I don't know what that life's like. It's fucking insane. So, anyway, um, all of this brings me back to the grandfather. The grandfather? Have we talked about him before? No, we have not talked oh, about the Christie's okay. grandfather. Okay. Because that's where it all starts. Okay. So, Nanny Faye. Nanny Faye, okay. Okay. She was married. All right. She was married to Gene Chrisley. That's where they all get their name. He oh. is the patriarch of it all. Gene Chrisley. And Gene Chrisley is a revered man on the show. They love to talk about how he's a Korean War veteran. He passed away just a couple years before the show started. Passed away in 2012. Mm-hmm. And there's about three images of him that you can find online. Right. One is of him holding the grandkids and two of are him from his service in the Korean War. Thank you for your service, Gene. Yeah. And Nanny Faye talks about him in stunning ways. And Nanny also had three children. Mm-hmm. All right. She had Todd. Yep. She had a baby that she lost at four months old. All right. And then she had an estranged son who refuses to do anything else with the family. He sounds like a pretty cool dude. He's the fucking best. He refuses to be near these people because he's like, they're all con artists and grifters. Yeah, okay. Okay? Which brings me to Gene Chrisley, the dead grandpa. All right. Gene spent decades in prison. (laughs) Gene was a career criminal. I'm going to read you a list of his crimes. Yeah. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Burglary. Okay. Armed robbery. Sure. Larceny. Perfect. Motor vehicle theft. All right. Assaulting a police officer. Uh-oh. Check fraud. Oh, no. Prison escape. Whoa! <laughs> and many other heinous acts <laughs> in Georgia, <laughs> South Carolina, North Carolina, and Alabama. You know what I like about Gene? Gene was a fucking Yo, career criminal. You know what I like about Gene? He was up front about his criminality. He said, I'm gonna knock your door in. I'm gonna steal your car. Yeah. I'm gonna escape this fucking prison like a madman. And all Todd learned, all Todd learned was, okay, we'll just do it on paper. Like, that's all Todd learned. Ugh. Todd and Julie, that's what they learned. They tried to rope everyone else in. I mean, I still feel like allegedly, mm. that they are moving stuff around. Like, they've been trying to move stuff around as much as possible to, like, yeah. hide assets. Because it, they have to, currently, I believe, last I read was that they have to pay out about $17 million. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, you know, they're having to sell the homes. They have to sell stuff like that. Um, somebody, one of the Chrisley Knows Best subreddit, I love this. Mm. Uh, they said, a quote, <clears throat> maybe I'm wrong here. The fact that the Chrisleys received a bigger sentence than Josh Duggar is repulsive. Yes, I know what they did was wrong. 
and there's there should be a punishment but someone distributing child pornography received a light lighter sentence what is wrong with our injustice system yeah. so the people of this subreddit are insane yo i would like what? to make that clear um the yo <laughs> the the, the, you're this reading some of these, is like you're reading the wild. comments over my shoulder I know, uh, I know I don't love what they're writing yeah uh, I don't love it either but I do want to read you that because Lindsay has been going on other podcasts now now Lindsay was the daughter that was being blackmailed but then joined the same side who flipped back yes okay because I don't trust that kind of shit I think I think what it was is I'm and again, I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. But if I had to speculate, yeah. I'm assuming that some assets were put in probably her or That's her kids' names. You can be bought. I Your think... dad blackmailed you with porn and there's some type of money you could be bought with. Yes. Maybe I'm just too fucking spiteful. But Maybe. absolutely the fuck not. Maybe. But anyway, oh my God, it no. seems like Lindsay is now directly responding to some of the comments in the subreddits. <laughs> okay. Through her podcast. Oh, Lindsay has her own podcast? I think she's been going on other podcasts, oh, okay. and I think she has her own as well. I don't want to go deeper than that. Like, Please I don't, don't really care. I want you to be able to sleep at night. I need to. So she's reading this, and then, okay. Yeah, she's reading it, and then going on, and then, like, directly addressing things. You should things. never read the comments. You should never. I do all the time. I know. Um, and and this, is, this comment, this thread was written directed at Lindsay <laughs> by the subreddit. <laughs> Dear Lindsay. <laughs> all right. I listened to a portion of your podcast regarding Reddit. Let me make this clear. Your parents' preaching is why we can't win people to Christ. If I wasn't already a Christian, your parents wouldn't convince me to become one. You can't cry Jesus and steal from banks, small businesses, and Uncle Sam. Oh, and then deny it? So yes, Lindsay, I am making fun of the, quote, Jesus rants, unquote, because it's fake. Y'all own up to the crimes, and then we will talk about Jesus. Ooh. Yes. Okay, okay, by the way, all the comments below this, they're like, that's right, very well said, preach with a hands up emoji. Yeah. There's a lot of things about them pretending they're godly, but they're not actually godly. Yeah. So, like, that's what really upsets the Chrisley fans, is the fact that they called themselves Christian for so long. Yeah. And then they're like... Wait, you've been stealing all this money. You've been robbing poor people. Mm-hmm. You've been overcharging mm-hmm. rents. All this stuff for years, pretending to be fake people, having a gay affair with your partner while telling us all you're not gay because look how many kids you have. Mm-hmm. You've been ripping off your own family members. You've been telling us how great your dad was. You've been he was bullying in- Grayson. You've been bullying and Grayson. And I started this podcast bullying Grayson. Because that name is terrible. He's very easy to bully. I'm sorry, Grayson. I take it all back. I don't want to be part of the problem. And when you're 18, you can change your name if you want to. Now, with all things that we cover about in this podcast, and we're about to wrap this up, um, yeah. you know, obviously, I'm always afraid of someone being litigious against us. But good yeah. news, eight days ago, the Chrisley's attorneys dropped them due to non-payment. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Chris. And this is. Are you going to go through and edit out all the times we said allegedly? No, I'm leaving them in. It's funnier. (laughs) It's so much funnier. Yo. Um, But this has been our two hour episode two extravaganza. Extravaganza. I do want to say on the close of this episode, everyone, first thing, thank you to all the listeners who stuck around this long. Holy shit. This is a long haul. And I hope this helped you through your work day because I know that's how you were definitely listening to it. (laughs) 
But the other thing I do want to say is future episodes will not be this long. Uh, in between. You the, can't make me. At the halfway mark, <laughs> I turned to Mrs. Pearlmania and I said, um, if we're ever beyond a half page of research, <laughs> one of us is going to have to take the whole episode because yeah. this is a crazy amount of stuff to cover. Uh, we both wanted to go deep dive on this one, but we're going to try to keep them shorter in the it's future. It's not our fault that these scammers are doing so much. It's it's insane. Like, I feel like, like going back to your story, yeah. I'm like, at first I was like, I feel like she's going really pretty deep into this, like, backstory to set up how wild it is, like, how much Hillary was pretending yeah. to be from Spain. Yeah. But then it got crazier and crazier, but then it started to make more and more sense. But the thing is that really gets me about the Christies, yeah. right? The Chrisleys? Yeah. Is that they could have gotten lighter sentences. Yeah. And the one thing is everyone said, if they had just admitted guilt or showed any remorse. Which is the two big things in Christianity. Yeah. You have to admit and then ask forgiveness. Yes. And they refuse to do that. They they are claiming that it's a giant gay conspiracy and the FBI... You're blaming the gays? They're, well, they're blaming Mark. <laughs> this is not Mark's and fault. I, and listen, I, I, I'm fucking with Mark. Yeah, we're all fucking with Mark. Because <laughs> yeah. Mark's fucking with us. Yeah. So, but but they're they're claiming all that, like the FBI, the FBI lied. Everyone's lying. I mean, they're doing the Trump thing. Everything's yeah. fake news. They're forming a siege mentality. They're you know they're they're doing that thing with the the caravan. Yeah, yeah, I know. Where you roll about. it all together in a big circle. Yeah, they're circling the wagons. Yeah, all that stuff. And and whoever's inside the wagon train, fine, and they're good, and they're Chrisleys, and they're godly. And everyone outside is evil and just attacking them. But the thing is that's wild, is that at the same exact time. All they had to do is apologize, but they were using like the Chloe, the the ten year old daughter. Yeah, they were using her as the excuse as to why Julie didn't shouldn't go to prison immediately. Oh my god! So they were like, no, we need to stay out because I need to raise Julie, and then once you know, once she turns, I mean, Julie, I mean, um, Chloe, and once she turns eighteen, then I'll go to prison. Why or would we trust you? A known criminal yes. to raise a child. Yes, because you're just going to raise her to be you're another gonna, scammer. Uh, that, we look at all the kids, except for Grayson, yeah. and like, uh, you ruined them. Yeah. You made them bad people. Yes. So why would we trust you to raise Chloe? Yes. Also, it's not your kids. Your, it's your, not even, actually, it's not even Julie's granddaughter. No. It's Todd's granddaughter. Yeah. It's from the second, it's from the first marriage. Yeah. So the whole thing is just fucked. But again, and the one thing that really got everyone in the in the Chrisley Knows Best subreddit is they've never admitted to anything yeah. or apologized for anything. And the, even the judge said, I'm throwing the book at you because you will not admit. We have emails yeah. from you where you're sure of saying, like, I hope we don't get caught. Like, why are they so bad at crimes? They're so bad. That's the thing is because they got away with it for so long that they got Dang. cocky by the end. Well, that's what Mark said. <laughs> Allegedly. No. So uh, that's been our episode. Listen, it was a long one. We got excited. We got deep into the lore. The Eagles Eagles won a football game, so we just, we're high on adrenaline right Listen, now. Listen, the birds are going to the bowl. Um, y'all, thank you so much. Uh, please like, subscribe, comment on any of the platforms you're using. Yeah. You know, tell your friends if if you have friends of yours out there who like scammers and like weird <laughs> stories, or just are looking for a fun conversation to listen to while they get through their day, whether that be washing the dishes or just doing work on your computer or mowing the lawn. That's why I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. I'm mowing the lawn 
my noise-canceling headphones. I know it's currently January, but some of y'all might have found this because you Googled Chrisley's. I like to listen to podcasts when I'm driving because yeah. I find it... Uh, long drives. Long drives. I like listening to podcasts when I'm doing um, some of my work because I it's like mindless sometimes. Yep. And cleaning the house. Yeah. So I was listening to you talk to me. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear all your opinions. And yeah, just I'll put the pictures that I found on the internet on our Instagram. Yeah, they'll be on Pearlmania 500 on Instagram. If you want to see them. and you Because you want to see if it's suspicious. Again, I don't know, but I, I have suspicious yes. feelings about it. We will also have a picture of the Chrissies up there. No, we won't. They're so terrifying with their big teeth. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And have yourself a wonderful... Whatever tomorrow is. Whatever tomorrow is. Monday? Hey, everyone. It's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosa 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.